Well, this is... Well, if you don't know already, enjoy the podcast. Hey, everybody, and welcome to D4, where I, Dustin, and I, Devin, co-DM a 5th edition game of Dungeons and Dragons on discordant deliberations dealing with a devil. After using Bazka's true name in an attempt to force him to release Binley from her contract, the Pit Fiend proposes a counter deal with him. In fear of the power they could hold over him, he creates the contract where they all forget his true name, and in turn, he destroys the previous contract. What set the party back, however, was that in the listed names of living creatures, willing or unwilling to sign the contract is the name Golor. Over the next few minutes, harsh words and frustrations, reali frustrated realizations come forth as they all ruminate on their predicament. With an oath to preserve all knowledge, Seisha and Golor do not consent to this contract, but agree that if they can retain the knowledge but never speak it mentally or physically with the intent or purpose, if they do, Bazka gets their souls upon their final death. The tormented elf killer resummoned and the new contract carved into him, the party hesitantly signs, knowing they are making a deal with the devil. Soon after, Bazka's Irene's lieutenant brings back the succubus Pincheska, bound in her white hot lasso. In a cruel turn of fates, Bazka uses Morwen's tactics of letting the party decide her sentence exile or death. When the party comes to a morally split decision of both outcomes, Bazka breaks the tie by offering her death. However, Harold, seeing a moment to take an upper hand, convinces Bazka to not kill her, but keep her as a prisoner and servant for eternity, while also letting the succubus know he just saved her life, if she ever planned on turning against them in the future. Bazka then gifted Voss the victory trinkets of law fame, Lawflame, the fire-tongued sword with amplified powers that stood as a symbol for the leader of Daggerford, and the necklace Pinchesca wore as Morrowind, which turned out to be how she was able to hide from magical detection and divination, as Voss had asked for the blade for the promise he made to Jarlaxle. The Pit Fiend then departed as the real Morwen, and Magus Delphin emerged from the dungeon's crypts below, thanks to Voss's unbridled hill giant strength. However, as Morwen is thinking the party, Voss secretly threatens her and Daggerford to willingly let him keep Lawflame. She does, but through the fires in her eyes, it reassures him that he has made a new enemy. The heavily exhausted former prisoners offer the party many remuner uh, remunerations for saving them in Daggerford, as well as re resurrecting the farmer Horton Miller when they are able to the following day. They split the party as Voss and Seisha head off to mail the sword to Waterdeep, along with a letter directed towards Fala. Orkira and V head back to the Temple of Lathander to tell the priest holding Horton's body for cremation that they now have plans of resurrecting him. Harold and Vinley sink back down into the dungeon where they find the vampire known as Ileana and Mother's crypt. In the room, they find an assortment of collections from hundreds killed to fill the riverways, as well as the gold from Voss given to the orphanage. V's money gifted to the farmer, as well as Morrowind and Delphin's books and focuses for casting divine arcane magics, as well as the armor that Morrowind had made, or Pinchesca had made for Ileana. 
They all eventually meet up at the orphanage, which they discovered is unhallowed, and Harold dispels the magic as Voss goes and collects the last page filled with the last name sold from the Reforged Rings book. In order to resurrect Horton Miller's body, they decide to sacrifice the magic neck necklace and bring its diamond to Morwen, which will be used in the resurrection of the farmer. Ending their day, they all meet back up at the Lady Luck Tavern, where the group has a serious discussion. And Orkira lays out her frustrations about lying and keeping secrets. Harold apologizes for yelling at Seisha and Vinley, and Voss reassures everyone that they have been making the best decisions with the hands they have been dealt, and that a group will have disagreements, but it's important that they still remain individuals while working together. Harold then goes to talk to Orkira and calms her down a bit, and she returns to apologize as well. The group settles down for the night for some well-deserved rest. However, they find themselves enraptured into another dream. This time, instead of nightmares and dreams of dark desires manifested by the wills of a succubus, they instead find themselves as a group sequestered between a nexus between worlds, a place of everywhere and nowhere at once. They find their bodies suspended in a sea of storms and colors, tethered by a faint silver thin light, like yarn that pulls from their chest. And as they try to follow the line, they realize they do not have the capability to move for some reason. At that moment, they are met by the presence of Tempest, Lathander, and Timora, as they receive blessings from the gods in favor for making sacrifices and saving Daggerford. As the rays of sunlight fully permeate through the windows, no longer hidden behind the veils of thick cloud cover, you all begin to awaken. You hear the sounds of birds and life return to the town once again. It may take some time for the crops to fully return and the town to be completely back on its feet again. However, with the waterway now cleared and naturally filtrating itself, the threat of oppression of the succubus and vampire removed, and the Magus Delphin, as well as the true, pious, and militant leader, Marwyn Daggerford, restored. You have a feeling, assured by the heavenly light that awakens you, that Daggerford is set for a brighter future. And that is where we begin today's adventure. You all awaken after your dream-filled evening. I had the weirdest dream. I dreamt the. You guys were there, and I was standing before gods. Yep. Oh man, did we do that thing again? Yep. Thing. Wait, you dreamt that too? Yeah, we were all there. Yep. Yeah. So that actually happened. Oh my gosh, I thought I'd realized I wouldn't have acted so. Whatever. It's fine. We all remember what you did. Anyway. It's not like we were warned ahead of time, you know? Why wouldn't you think it was a dream? Why can't they just, like, tell you at the beginning, like, disclosure, tagline, something? We actually... That really ha... Yes. Yeah. They were much nicer than Kalimbor was. He was nice. Just not very warm. He seems more professional. Mm. Uh, he was pretty emotional. She like moves, <laughs> just instinctively twitches. <laughs> like, Oop. 
I guess I need to apologize to the priests of Lefander for calling their god Paylor. Uh, who? What? Uh, nothing. It was a misunderstanding. Tasha, are you okay? Oh. Forgot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, this doesn't happen to you that often. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah, it's a thing. Congratulations. Not like Aphrin gods, like real gods. I mean... Wait, don't I, you, like, talk to yours? Do you not see him sometimes? Well, I, I've, I've never seen him. That's why it's called Faith. Oh, I don't know how... I guess I just don't know how that works. Okay. It's, it's a complicated... Faith to different people means different things. For Seisha, it could be faith in a creature beyond her understanding that she hasn't met. For others, it could be a logical understanding of that these people will be behind you no matter what. I'm, I'm more the latter. I as well. But, yeah, what I is mean, how you become a god? Adult. Um, it's a dangerous road. I'm not sure, but the stories I've heard don't end well. Typically, you end up becoming something worse. Oh. Less also, powerful and worse. Also, I don't know if I'd want to become a god. This seems like a lot of responsibility. Oh. And, yeah. I'm not saying I want to. I'm just curious to know the the process of that. There's there's not like a set series of steps you go through. First, you have to become a lich. No. Oh. No. Did you say Agma was a lich? No. Meanwhile, meanwhile in our room, Harold just hits up is like, oh, you have a weird dream. Kind of. Yeah, me too. And that's all the conversation they have about it. (laughs) We should probably get the guys and get out of town. Well, I was gonna stick around and watch the resurrection. I mean, oh, that's I right. Was... We gotta do the resurrection. Oh. I mean, yeah, we, we, we should do that. We, we were there for the death. To. We should be there for the real uh, life. I mean, we, a... we don't have to be. So we, we need to get the diamond. I would like to be, and we need to get the diamond so that they can do the resurrection. Is kind I, of. I thought we know. dropped off the diamond. We did we drop it, it to... off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I mean, oh, we did. Yeah, we we oh. could just GTFO if you want. I, no, no, no. We should stay. We should totally stay. I think, I think you're trying to delay the inevitable by getting to this mountain, V. I think we should leave. I think I, what also... if we just see if there's anything else they need help with in town as well? No. As a, at this time that you hear a firm knock against both doors in the hallway. Mm-hmm. And I'll get it! And Sasha pops up and bips over to the door. And you open that one, uh, Harold Voss. You hear there's a knock outside your doors. Uh, I'll answer. I, yeah, I will pull out uh, my knife just in case from behind the door. Okay, of course. Uh, and almost, yeah, almost verbatim, each uh, you see like standing outside, there are two guards, one in front of each door, and uh, they speak up, Sirs, madams, we have been sent to formally invite you. And if inclined, escort you to the Temple of Lathander if you wish to accompany the dust just in the resurrection of the body of Horton Miller. Mm. If you decline, that is okay. Lady Daggerford simply asks that you meet in the drill field in two hours' time before you leave town. Well, now it feels like we kind of have to. Well, let's, let's yeah. just do the Lathander thing, everyone. Yeah, we might as well watch. It's a very interesting spectacle. Yeah. From I both sides. And everyone's passive insight 
uh, picks up that they are 100% telling the truth. It is completely your decision. There is no uh, yeah. pressure. It's, but well, we got to kill two hours. Invitation. Yeah, yeah, we got to kill two hours anyway. Poor choice of words, but we do. So, uh, what what time is the resurrection at the Lathander Temple? Is that uh, like after the two hour Joel Sergeant thing? No, oh, that's now. That's now. So and then yeah, let's go. Us. Let's go to the Lathander Temple and do the thing now and talk to her now, and then we can still get out of town early. Yeah, in drill fields, not drill sergeant or gear. Oh, okay. I you had me scared. I mean, what's the difference? Isn't a drill sergeant someone who does drills on a drill field? They're very scary, though. In all the stories, they, they're very scary people. Okay. Do you require an escort? No, I think we'll be okay. Thank you. Where is the, the temple? Yes, at the uh, okay. uh, the morning tower. Is the escort you? It'd be us, yeah. Are these, the two, are these two guards I recognize? Yes. Yeah. Frank, Bill, these guys are guys we can trust. They're good people. Still not my name, but yep. Cool. They're, yep. They're good. Yeah, Frank's good. better than Eugene, though, so I'll take Frank. <laughs> All right. Well, they're they're good guys. I uh, I feel good. Um, this is yep. me. That was an out of place sentence. So, Vinley feels good. So she's gonna pull out her her little black book, um, and say, so "What are your actual names?" And like she holds it in a way that she you can see Book of the Dead at Finley? the top of the page. Finley. What? No. I mean, it's gonna happen no, eventually. I might no. as well be prepared. You have to wait till it does. Don't, there, she's just messing with you guys. Don't sweat it. Oh, what are your yeah. real names? We should probably, like you said, Eugene and- um, Francis. Francis, okay. Well, Frank uh, would actually work hmm. really good for you. It's Francis, it's not Frank. Okay, Um. so I don't think we need an escort. We know where we're going, like, but like, thank you. I mean, yeah. It makes it a lot easier to, to rhyme in the songs I've been working on. Great songs about us? Yeah! You guys are heroes! Frank, oh, Bank, oh, you should not stay. <laughs> okay, David, go ahead. It's cool. Express yourself. He's he's real sentimental guy. It's all good. I'll sit, I'll make sure I drop a coffee off with you guys. <laughs> uh, the word stank rhymes with Frank. Just saying that. <laughs> you guys have a good morning. <laughs> <laughs> Told you they're good guys. <laughs> I'm gonna, so, well, I guess we're gonna go do this then. But I'm declining have... this invitation. Why? There's no reason for me to be there in reality. And there are a few things I need to do in town if we're going to leave quickly. I mean, there's no reason for any of us to be there except it's gonna be really cool and I wanna see how she does it. Um, I've been partaking of one resurrection before. I'm not as acclimated, I suppose, as the rest of you. Um, well, we've done two. I'm still working off the last couple I did, and she I can stretches. see that. Uh, oh, oh, um, boss. Kind of, since the sun's out, and hopefully tonight won't be so uh, bad as like the rest of everything. Um, I wanted to apologize a little bit more about yesterday, and I wanted to see if you wanted to do the thing with the hand tonight, because I can prepare that spell if you need. Yes. Okay. We should do the thing with the hand. Vinley, okay. will you accompany us as we do the thing with the hand to ensure that it is authentic? 
I suppose it should Who knows be... what manner of amazing magic could come out of this thing? What I deserve I deserve this. I deserve this. Oh, Voss had a goblin hand, mm -hmm. and I've got that spell that does sunlight, and so we can. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or Kira, you haven't you haven't already learned your spells that you intend to use today, have you? No, I mean we were still talking yeah. about skip that. Okay, you don't want. But why? Because the hand isn't real. What? I know. What a stunning development that Vinley was messing with people. I, for one, I mean, it was real. I saw a bus pull it out and I examined it. Oh, it's a real hand. Apparently the story behind it was made up. It was. But why would Vinley do such a thing? Because she was trying to make you the butt of a joke. Wait, wait, wait. I want to hear Vinley say it. I was trying to make you the butt of the joke, boss. Ah, there it is. Oh, my. There what was a treachery hand. we I have was... encountered today. But it was a goblin hand, not a goblin butt. I but suppose the wrist. <laughs> you shall be the wrist of this joke, boss. No. Well, I'm, I'm glad we found out about it because if that's the case, then all it, the spell would do would be to burn the hand and a uh, flaming goblin hand is going to smell really bad. It's or kill vampires. We all actually know no, there's a flaming goblin hand pudding in Biblio. Why? Because in any Biblio. case, all of you should go ahead and head out. Or they're going to start trying, without you. I'm still yes. trying to figure out the butt part. Butt of the joke. Why don't we just go? We'll be back, Voss. And Harold will it's lead hands. the way out the door. I'll follow. <laughs> What? It's a figure of speech, V. It's an idiom. Right. But, like, the pun isn't even funny. V! <laughs> Yelling down the hall. <laughs> she she okay, follows. So everybody but Voss is mm -hmm. going to the temple? Reluctantly. Okay. Uh, we'll uh, find out what is excited. Is... <clears throat> we'll find out what Voss is doing in a little bit. Not much. Um, so, you make your way down the dirt path up towards the castle where you see the Duchess standing at the crossroads of Hill Road and Duke's Way, just outside the Temple of Lathander. You see through the guard she keeps the familiar joyous face of Magus Yellowknife, who seems to be enraptured by the trinkets of another happy-go-lucky individual. Before you get close enough to intervene, you see the gnomish man and his half-orc friend walk off happily with purpose. <laughs> Noticing you approach, you are all greeted by the woman now wearing the armor and vestments of a Tempest soldier, similarly to the way Pinchesca disguised herself, but now looks even wiser and battle-hardened. After former greetings, you are ushered inside the Temple of Lathander, known as the Morning Glow Tower by a few Dawnbringer acolytes in bright white clerical robes awaiting your arrival. You go in? Absolutely. Yes. Okay. As you mm -hmm. enter, you see, uh, you all see the older gentleman in his late 40s with long golden hair and a full well-trimmed matching beard that is the head of the temple, Dawnmaster Luke Sunbright. He stands next to the center circular altar in a currently darker room than you, ex you would expect for a Lathander temple. 
as it is lit only by countless torches at the moment. On the altar, you see a body veiled in a thin, sheer, shimmering golden fabric. The priest seems to be consoling a woman in her late 30s, who V and Seisha instantly recognize as Bella Miller, the wife of Horton Miller. You can see, unlike her previous cold and apathetic demeanor, she is now stricken with grief and pain as she looks towards your direction with a glint of hope as you enter. Ah, good. You came. Do you have the diamond? Are you ready, Lady Daggerford? These magics can never be easy on the wielder. I have the stone thanks to these adventures, and I am willing to do whatever is necessary in the aid of my people. The Morning Lord thanks you. Everything offered in the resurrection will be consumed in the fire of Lathander's light. If it is tangible, just make sure it is something you will no longer need. If you are only offering words, please write them down and throw them into the fire. You are not required to aid, but it can aid the soul back on its journey to the living. He kind of says to all those around you, not necessarily directed at you directly. And then you see the, uh, the, the woman, Bella Miller, approach you all um, as she's wiping tears away from her eyes and looks towards you. I can't thank you enough. I've heard that despite everything, these things sometimes don't work out. All I can do is prepare for the worst and hope for the best, you know? But thanks to you, I at least get the chance and I'll do whatever it takes to try and get him back. He's a good man. Thank you. And she squeezes your arm, V. It's okay. You're welcome. It has been brought to my attention that your home was taken when my brother's expansion of the Guildmaster's Hall was expanded. I was told these lovely people tried to offer you a loan so that you can buy some land and build a farmhouse. The town is going to need some new farmers to help the crops get back on their feet. You look like a strong woman and look like you can take on that task. Oh. I'll make Talking, talking to Bella Horton's oh. wife. Just so you know, V. Yeah. I thought it was to me because I'm next to Bella. <laughs> and um, she continues, "I'll make sure you get that loan from the Enteos Bank." Oh, oh, thank you, Lady Daggerford. Thank you, adventurers. And with that, you notice a Dawnbringer approaching, hmm. uh, one of the acolytes of. Lathander. Sounds intimidating. Uh, Dawn Master Sunbright says that everything is prepared if you're all ready. Yeah. Uh, you watch as Morrowind nods uh, and starts making uh, her way there. Uh, does anybody move up to assist in the ritual? Before, oh, yeah. before V moves, I think Vinley is going to lean over to her and like kind of palm her, her uh, coin purse. Cause I don't think I've given, we've given it back to her yet. And just like pull her in and say, this is the money you were going to give him. And she just puts it in your hand and walks in to assist with the ritual. Uh, oh shit, well V now has this money in her hand. She turns and goes, hey, this money is yours. <laughs> 
And you see her kind of stop and turn around and there's this confused look on her face. Right, I should further explain. I'm sorry. Um, I gave this to your husband so he could like rebuild his life before he died. And when he did die, I didn't know what happened to the money, but I wasn't super concerned about it. I was more concerned about the fact that, you know, he, he died. So um, um, that move that th this is this is the exact money I gave him. It has been refound. So it's yours because I already gave it away to your family. There's a hesitation, but you watch as she takes it and just kind of looks at it and then just looks up at you and just wraps her arms around you, kind of burying her face like mid mid stomach to you, just from her height to yours, uh, as she just like weeps in joy. Oh, <laughs> you're welcome. And then she kind of pulls herself off from you and says, you are a gift from the gods, child. Go that far, but I, I I I appreciate how much this means to you. What is your name? The Vetterock. I will. I owe you so much, V Vetterock. Thank you. Don't mention it. And she'll turn and make her way, kind of clutching the coin purse in her hands as she moves over to her husband's body. And uh, is anybody else joining? We have Orkira and Vinley walking that way. Harold is. Okay. Aisha stays back and watches. Okay. Okay. That's 100% fine. Yeah. V stays back and watches. Okay. Okay. No problem. Alright. Uh, and you watch Bella get up in, into the circle around uh, that uh, her husband as well. You see Dawnmaster Sunbright gathers uh, Orkira, Vinley, and Harold, and Bella and Morwen as you all head to the altar on the east side of the temple as a representation of the dawn's sunrise. Etched into the round altar is the symbol of Lathander, a round emblem with a straight path leading to a horizon with the depiction of a rising sun. He asks that you all raise your heads in a prayer towards the sun as a window is opened and a cascade of sunlight shines upon you. And uh, he asks before Morrowind begins the ritual to do this as he, Dear Morning Lord, may you shine down upon us in our hour of need so that your heavenly light may shine the path for the soul of Holton Miller a member of our community who lost his life to the evils that once prevailed over these lands. It is said that the night is darkest just before the dawn, and we have traversed through these shadowed valleys to be welcomed into your warm, embracing light. May the light guide our way. And with that, the window is closed, and you return to the light the fires once again, now at the base of a brass brazier, now alight with a bright white divine flame. You see as um, Morwen is beginning to cast the ritual that will take an hour.
Orkira's gonna spend the entire hour, like, eyes glued on Morrowind, trying to learn as much as she can about a spell that she has not learned yet. All right, yeah, you watch as Morrowind begins casting this, and it's very similar to that of Ray's Dead. Um, there is very similar aspects of it, but you see the diamond laid on the chest, uh, the large, you know, I'd say probably 30 carat diamond that's laid on the chest of this uh, man's body um, as she begins to almost... It's strange, this is Lathander, but a lot of her movements and motions of this is very warlike and like almost like rallying troops. There is lots of like beating and grunting and almost like ch war chanting to her casting of this. Um, and the first to step up is Bella. She walks towards the forward and pulls a small brochure pamphlet from her dress. You all see a Halruin ship depicted as flying through the clouds with the words Allure of the Skies emblazoned across the top. Orkira, Vinley, uh, Orkira and Vinley, as uh, Seisha, you are too far away to see this, your passive perception picks up that the smaller text on the back uh, as she fumbles with it in her hands reads, a horizon cruise across the lands of the Great Sea and Shining Sea Isles. Choose your adventure of exploring the jungles of Cholt or the great underchasm caused by the spell plague. And she lays it on into the fire. She says, we, we had plans to see the Forgotten Worlds, but no part of this world is worth seeing without you by my side. Even if that just means tending to the lands until we are old and gray. That the pamphlet tossed into the brazier burns away, and you watch it consumed by the light of the fire. And she rolls. Okay. And to start the ritual, just so everybody knows the way it works, and you can go check it out on DM's Guild. Uh, but you start with a death marble, which is black. And then five representations of uh, life marbles, which we have represented by green. So five go here. And then one bargain bargaining marble, which hasn't come up yet, but... Uh, and then another marble, which is a bargain marble, gets added to the back because she rolled under a 10. Who is next to step forward? I guess I'll go. Vinley okay. um, walks up. As she's walking up, she's quietly tearing out the last page of her Book of the Dead, where she has written a letter to Horton. And because he asked us to burn it in the fire, Vinley steps up and places it in the fire, saying, I hope this finds you well down there with Kalimbor. And the letter basically says to Horton, Dear Horton, this is Vinley Galanodel, a member of the I'm so sorry. A member of the Scriveners of Doom. 
your time has ended, but that's the beauty about dusk, is it means there is a sunrise coming above the horizon. Your life may have ended, but a new one is about to begin. She needs you. Signed, Vinley Galanoto. As you place that into the fires, go ahead and roll a d20 and let us know what you got. Ooh, I'm gonna roll one of my big boys in person. This is serious. Serious business. Serious rolls. First business. Um, I want to take. I'm gonna take a picture of it. Um, it's a natural twenty. I'm really good at death. <laughs> really good at death. <laughs> I mean, that tracks. That's that's hundred percent. In so true. many ways. Yeah. <laughs> And a green life marble is added to the back. Natural 20s and natural ones do not affect, but. I know. But it still feels good. Still good. And it I does feel good. Boon from a god. I would wow. say that as this burns away, you see in the fires and flames the symbol of Jergal staring back at you as you feel a connection. You actually, and that you almost like you watch as the symbol morphs and you actually see this cloaked figure with a massive book writing a name that just flickers for, for but a brief moment. She'll step back. Okay. I'll step forward. I, I don't I don't know Horton super well. So I will come forward and be like, well Horton, uh to be honest, we never met and never had a conversation. Um, but I know what it's like to fall in love with someone and want to share the rest of your life with them and, and want every little moment to be something they can experience with you. And, uh, and I want you to have that opportunity to do that. And on top of things, it's, uh, you know, you were in a tough spot and you were still working hard to get yourself out of it. So I understand that too. And so I've written this poem for you. And I don't have an actual written poem, but I will have a poem written and I will go ahead and it does not affect your role, but just because it's fun, make a performance check. Sure, I will make a performance check. <laughs> not great, but 16, I rolled a three. Oh, what do you mean not great? I mean, that's not great for Harold, but it is yeah. damn good. <laughs> Harold's, Harold's like, you know, it's a, it's, a, it's a good performance, but Harold knows he could do better if he knew the guy. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I will recite the poem and then I will toss the written poem into the fire. Okay. And as you toss it in and the flames envelop it, go ahead and make me a d20 roll. I sent it only to you guys. Okay. Noted. Ooh. Okay. If you want to keep it secret, a marble is added to the bag. Uh, or hero, yeah. Uh, she has found a piece of paper and a pencil to quickly scribble a note on. As she doesn't have any of any loose paper, and what she's transcribed is actually a section from her holy symbol, the Book of the Phoenix, specifically about how death is a door that we hold open so that others can pass through. And she'll stand in front of this fire 
and out loud she'll say, You came here to help this town? And so it's time for the town to help you. And as she puts the piece of paper into the brazier silently, she'll pray to her own god and say, I hope you'll help the Lathander people. I know they don't believe in you, but I do, and you're kind of awesome, so I hope you can help. She'll set it on fire. As it ignites and in flames that you are oh so familiar with, the warmth and heat from it, the fires of resurrection, roll a d20. I got a seven. Okay. And another bargaining marble has been added to the bag. And all of this is taking a long time, despite how quickly we are going through it. It takes the entirety of the ritual. Before it is completed, you see Morwen pull a small blade and almost with like kata-like movements as a trained warrior would in the last moment strikes across her thumb. And you see her walk towards the flame. And she says, I was not there for you to protect you. Whether you come back or not, I swear to my life, I will protect her. If you join, you will be counted amongst the others that are the shield and swords of this town. I may be a broken blade, but reforged together we will be stronger. And I will be the leader that you all need as I will bleed for this town. I will die for this town as you did. And she'll squeeze her hand and a little bit of blood begins to trickle down into the fire. And she will make a d20 roll. Ah. And a life marble gets added. One by one, the tethering items are thrown into the sun-shaped brass brazier. You are then instructed to take a set of torches and ignite them from the brazier before placing them into holes at each point of the sun emblazoned on the ground. Once you have done this, the priest beckons you back away from the round stone altar as a few acolytes begin pulling on a set of chain pulleys that disappear into pillars built into the walls. The oculus at the top of the domed ceiling begins to open like an iris as a radiant beam of sunlight creates a pillar of light that fills the circular center of the room that ends at the barrier of torches. It grows brighter and brighter as the farmer's body begins to levitate into the air as if hoisted from the center of his body. The thin veil shroud covering his body ignites in a burning quick flash from the heat of the sun, alone, but does not harm the body. And now we pull the stone. And a bargain with Kelimvor is made. In that moment, a bargain does not mean death. A bargain does not mean that 
you're stricken with grief or something that's tied that always ties you to the life that you lost but a bargain with death does mean that you had to make a deal with Kelimvor so that your time that was supposed to be ended is returned as you all see life breathe back into this man and he begins to float back down to the altar and lightly lands as if casted with featherfall instantly bella tears from the dawn master's arms and runs over to her husband and begins showering him with hugs and kisses and you can see that there is a a calm but stern expression on his face an expression that he has seen something beyond the veil of death and that quivering unsure farmer now hardened as you see no fear in his eyes whatsoever as he just hugs his wife kisses her on the forehead and holds her and after the ritual is complete you are all approached by Morwen as she asks if you would accompany her and Delphin to the drill field she informs you that she will address the town about what has happened and properly address you as the heroes of Daggerford that you are. One of our number is missing. I see that. Will he be joining us? I hope so. Um, if you don't mind, I'll try to go find him. If you need to, that is fine, but I'm sure he'll see the message in the sky. Wait, what? You'll see. And as you leave, you see the elder wizard Delphin begin to cast something as he whispers to a small blue jay familiar. The bird then rockets skyward and explodes with a thunderous boom and a shower of sparks like fireworks as a series of words etch themselves into the sky before the small blue bird appears back on Delphin's head. The words read, town meeting with Duchess in 30 minutes, drill filled. Uh, and if you would like to make an arcana check for those around, you're more than welcome to. Absolutely. Oh, oh, oh. 28. It, yes, you absolutely know. <laughs> he just casted Skyrite such a cool way of casting that people used to do it for fun all the time where i'm from but yep <laughs> but he did it way cooler that was amazing i was a little concerned about the bird for a second but yeah now i now i get it okay he just scritches under the the, the chin and kind of nuzzles a bit and ruffles its feathers i like the color and we're uh gonna cut over to boss Boss writes, uh, spends the time writing a letter. Okay. Um, not doing anything nearly as interesting or complex as what you guys just did. Um, <laughs> I could try, but don't think it'd be a success. Voss writes a letter on one of his paper birds and sends it to Davil. Okay. Um, then goes to the tailors and picks up the coat. 
Yep. And it is it is ready for you. And it is tailored to it's fit perfect, you. Perfect, perfect fit. fit. Exactly it is the measurements you want. And it's that crimson red. I put it on and I kind of look at the mirror for a moment. And inwardly, I smile. And I say, never left. And I nod to the tailor. I believe I've already paid him, correct? You did. Yeah. And I'll leave. Okay. And that's it. And as you make your way out, walking down the streets of Daggerford, perhaps for the last time, you look at not much has changed since you were last here. As you walk past, you can see children playing in front of the orphanage. There's a brightness to it now. No longer the dark, the dark shadow clinging halls. As you kind of just lean against a post, taking it in, knowing that you were the one who vanquished Ileana, the lady who sold you oh so long ago. Whether that is sits on you removing a weight or adds one is for Voss to know. But you know for a fact that you have ridden those children in that place of any influence the reforged ring ever had on it. Take it in for a moment. Just to look at the orphanage. And then look at this town. There is something I would like to do. You want to do? Very quickly. I would like to go back to the... Um, what is the name of the tavern we've been staying at? Lady, Lady Luck. I go there. I look up at the statue with her hand outstretched. And I will flip it one gold piece. And as I do, just say, for the perspective. A and lesson learned I will never forget again. And as this coin lands into the outreached palms of this, these wooden beggar's hands, it lands and you hear that ringing of what sounds like coins being thrown across the table once again. Hmm. And you have a D4 you can add to any of your rolls for the next 24 hours. Sweet. Noted. Well, but only one. That's fine. Um, but that is all I do. Okay. And, and as, as you kind of let that wash over, kind of taking a breath in, and looking around at this tavern that you're going to be leaving any minute now, you see that explosion in the sky. And you see the writing that says, Town meeting, 30 minutes, 
drill filled. And you remember the guard who asked you if you were not attending the resurrection, that your presence would is requested at the drill field. Two hours time, and it's been about an hour and 30 minutes. Have we decided how we're leaving this town yet? You have not. As Grand. quickly as possible. Mm-hmm. Um... I go back to the hotel. I'm not going. <laughs> All right. Okay. Um, I would say after a quick look and glance, um, you obviously do not find Voss in the city proper, but you know where he was last. So of course you go and check the Lady Luck Tavern and that's where you find him. Hey, Voss. Mm-hmm. I'm supposed to go to the town square for the announcement. That's a town meeting. Yeah. I am not a part of this town, and I will decline her invitation for now. And I'm assuming the bartender's not there? Uh, not, like, the bartender's always in the, the tavern area, and um, but can town meeting. obviously see that they are closing up uh, and trying to usher everybody out. Like, we got, you know... I flip her a silver and I say, give me as much as that'll carry. Food? Ale? Ale. Okay. Uh, it was like three silver, so that's like one, two, three. Uh, Fifteen? Ooh. Ales? Oh, a silver? No, a silver. Yeah, ten... 30. A lot. <laughs> <laughs> I'll drink my fill and then let the patrons have the rest. I hope they don't mind warm beer whenever they come back. It's always warm. Are we? Are we all there? Or I think, think Sasha was. was uh, the only one who left. Yeah, Sasha was the one okay. who went, who left to go grab Voss while y'all made your way to the drill field. I mean, you're more than welcome to tag along with Sasha. Kind of. She kind of walks over and sits down next to or across, whether he's at a table or at the bar. You doing okay? I feel great. Believe it or not. What happened? Coming back here after so long has really given me a very close perception of my own life. What have I been doing? What have I been striving for this entire time? And I now look at everything with a very focused clarity. I don't know what Morwen's going to say. Honestly, I don't care. It's her town and her people, but I am not one of them. And I do not feel obligated to go. Okay. I think she was planning to tell them whatever story she's going to tell them about what happened. And you'll be there to make sure she tells the truth. Yeah. 
I'm going to drink a bit. I didn't realize I could get this much ale. It's a good deal. No intention of getting drunk, but I do want to have a drink before I leave the town. We'll all come back here and decide how we're going to finally leave this city that seemed to have chained us here for so long. Uh, yeah. It's only been a couple of days, but it feels like years, doesn't it? It does. I hate this town. I hate this town. You're in good company, then. <sighs> All right. I like the coat. Thank you. It's my real colors. Oh. What well, suits you? I'll, yes, it uh, does. I'll let the gang know that you'll meet up with us afterwards. We'll find you here. I promise I will be here. Okay. And say she reach over, reaches over, takes an ale and walks out the door and goes up the street drinking. Take three if you want. She grabs one more <laughs> before leaving. <laughs> All right. And I'll head to the town square. Okay. All right. You all gather onto the podium platform, and over the next 30 minutes, you see a town wearily gather. Soft murmurs begin to stir, unsure as to what the meeting could be about, as they all are still a little bit confused about what has transpired. Soon after, Lady Morwen approaches the center stage and addresses the town. A wave of concern and confusion washes over the crowd as they look upon a woman they have known for years now to have a beauty to her, but now stands before them with stark white hair and a harsh clawed scar across her face. With kind but affirmative words, she tells the story about her brother about how her brother was corrupted by a succubus in the form of his courtesan Natissa. Morin explains that this is why her brother acted so cruelly and uncaringly to his people and ended up being possessed by a devil, which is what led to his death. For everyone but V and Vinley, your passive insight picks up that she is lying about the causality of her brother's actions, that she's trying to make the town feel a little better about why he treated them so carelessly. She continues to explain that she and the mages Delphin Ondelbarl were captured, where the succubi took on her form and control of the town, as well as partnering with a vampiric courtesan of her own. Morwen explains that her ideals for Daggerford were stolen and twisted in favor of controlling the people with a false sense of freedom and deciding roles within the community. She continues. We are not a town based on elections, but once dictated by the rule of primogeniture, I am not a firstborn, nor a son, but I am a pious woman of Lathander's virtue and the belief that most people deserve a second chance if their intentions prove to be true. Her eyes do look back to the group and notices that there's one amongst you that is not standing there. I am also a soldier devoted to and guided by Tempest. 
and I will stand to defend this town at the side of the people of Daggerford against all threats, and not from a cushioned pillow in my tower. When you bleed, I bleed. And uh, Orkira, Seisha, and Vinley, you see her kind of press into her thumb. And if war were to ever come, I would defend these walls and these people to my last breath. These facts will prove to be self-evident, but I now call upon you for Daggerford's fate. You will continue to have a voice. You will continue to govern yourselves, and you will continue to have this town's full protection through the God. I sadly found my weakness when I ignored my brother's leadership. And I ask you all for your forgiveness. Let your voice be heard today as I ask you, will you have me not as your duchess, but as your elected leader and protector? And the crowd roars with exuberant admiration, but it's not an obsession like it was with the past woman known as Morwen. Instead, it's more akin to that of a true leader devoted to their people and those people feeling trusted and hopeful. First, and she bows with their admiration and looks to you all as if you also accept her as the, the leader, as it is your hand that put her in this position. Um, yeah, I'm, I mean, I'll applaud with the crowd. Yeah. Vinley's also applauding, just like very slowly, like. Okay. She applauds very enthusiastically. She doesn't see an issue. Once Harold starts applauding, or Kira will, but it's very obvious on her face that she's really unsure of why she's even here. But she'll... <laughs> they should just watch us. Okay. First, as your newly elected monarchical leader, let us rejoice in the return of Magus Yellowknife. And motion to Delphin, the elderly wizard, who will just kind of nod and kind of wave a bit. He will be returning to his old tower on the north wall after being gone for over a hundred years. With his return will come the reinstitution of the Sorcellers Encapsulate for all those who wish to practice in the arcane arts. Secondly, I would like for you all to meet the new proprietor of the orphanage, brought to my attention by the group of wonderful people behind me, Mr. Bilva Jelengadri. You then see the small jovial gnomish man rush up the stairs of the elevated platform, looking over the sea of people as he gives a big wave and toothy grin, showing off his gold tooth as it glints in the summer sun. He then pulls out a wooden toy that looks to be a gold-leafed gilded elephant with wings. As he throws it and it begins to soar through the air, showering the crowd in glitter as it sails around and then back to him like a boomerang. Lastly, I would like to bring forth the group of individuals who made all of this possible. We are a town built on the shoulders of adventurers, but it is rare that a group truly comes along and saves the soul of an entire town. 
a group that faced hardships and could have abandoned us at any time, as many did before, either blinded to the corruption or unwilling to see it through, sometimes worse. I know I owe my life to them, and so does Daggerford. They cleaned our waters, rooted out the corruption, sacrificed personal gain for the life of another and allowed light to shine down once again within these walls. It's crops, it's livestock, life is returning. I'm here to proudly, officially introduce you to the saviors of Daggerford and anoint them with Daggerford's highest honor, the brooch of valiance. Let us hear it for. And the woman pauses and looks back to you in a moment of embarrassment, realizing she has no idea what to call your group. And she just kind of turns and slowly beckons you forth, shielded from the crowd. Jeez, <laughs> is what V yells. <laughs> but tries to throw her voice, make it seem like it was someone else who knew who they were. Make a performance check. Uh, oh, go well. <laughs> I hope she rolls really well on this, like crit. I hope I do too, actually. All right. Performance. That's a four, baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You try, but it's like, you're like, <laughs> like looking around. Who could that be? And everybody's clearly looking at her. It was you. I'm like, what? 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 Morwen, under a breath. Is that what you like to be called? Yeah, the, we're, we're the BFGs. Yeah, Sorry. yeah. Then let us hear it for the BFGs. And we will step out, or Harold will step out. I don't know if everybody else does. Harold does awkwardly, kind of waving. And the crowd just erupts in admiration, and you hear a couple chants of BFGs and smiles across the faces. It It's this feeling of just like, they're, all of that pressure that was on them is gone. And now they have someone, they can at least put a name to why they feel this just goodness again. And one by one, Lady Morrowind Daggerford pins a circular brooch of a silver dagger wreathed in gilded laurels whose vines wrap up the handle of the dagger to each of your chests. With each pin, she introduces you to the crowd as you wish to be addressed, and the crowd cheers for each of you in kind. I will send you a picture of what that looks like. <laughs> Pictures! Yay! <laughs> and um, who is the last to go up? I probably would be. Probably Sasha. Standoff and bitchy. <laughs> Okay. Um, and as Morwen is pinning this to your chest, she kind of leans in and whispers under her breath, where's your compatriot? He is appreciative of the effort, but declined the invitation. Let him know that law flame or this brooch, and she places another in your hand. Mm -hmm. Be damned. 
If he ever threatens my town or its people again, I will have him be made an example of in the name of the foe hammer himself. Consider this your second chance. His second yeah, chance. His second chance. I'll let him know. What is his name so I shall remember it if he ever returns? Bilronto. Then send this message to Bill Ronto. And she steps back and there's this exuberance about her, this leadership as she continues. She will hand you all a letter of recommendation with her signature, the stamped crest of Daggerford and a wax Lord's Alliance signet seal pressed in wax. Yeah, on the, like, on the front page so it's not sealed closed. Yes. Yeah. And it's a pretty design. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that is the brooch. The, the the sword, the dagger actually pins through your clothes and the wreath stays on the outside. But after that, the ceremony continues, but Morwen lets you know that you're free to depart whenever you so wish and thanks you again for all of your services. Uh, as you're leaving, townspeople come up to you, shake your hands, mm -hmm. thank you offer you crops and what little gifts they can. Uh, Harold will deny everything except for one very exuberant person in the crowd who just forces him to take a carrot. So he's now walking around with a single carrot. Um, uh, yeah, like, like this, like Elder, you must take it. It's the only uh, thing okay, I grew all oh, year. Right, okay, I'll it's take no, it. You're a hero. And he like they, grabs you and kisses you on the forehead. Oh my God. He like they, scraggly they, beard. You. Thank you. And Harold comes out the other side of the crowd chomping on this carrot. He's like, Daggerford's weird. Harold, was that carrot grown in the bad water? <laughs> was there even good water? I thought it tasted a little Maybe off. There was, there's rainwater. And it's really small and gangly. It's like a tiny <laughs> little, like a, it's like a pinky finger carrot. It's I want you to think for a moment how many people died to grow that carrot. <laughs> how long do you think it took until a carrot even grew? Let's just get back, Let's get our get stuff, and this. head out of here. Yeah. Or maybe he's just been holding on to it for a long time. Where is Mr. Ronto? Let's say she takes a drink from the second tanker. He's back at the inn. Seisha, are you okay? Yeah. You don't seem it. I am ready to be out of Daggerford. Okay. Why don't we all... It's just not often I don't see you uh, enthusiastic for other success. This place cost us a lot, and I'm ready to get out of it. That's fair. Let's go get Bill. Let's go. Bill, Bill, Bill. Oh, you guys should see his new coat. It's very charming. Really? What color is it? Oh, I'm not spoiling the surprise. <laughs> and I think as they start to walk away, Vinley breaks away from the small crowd of children that she's accumulated doing magic tricks for and catches up and says, D Coat? No, oh, let, let's go. Well, I need a new coat. <laughs> as she walks away. And as you all make your way back into the Lady Luck Tavern, you see Voss sitting alone in an empty tavern, several ale, empty ale glasses in front of him. 
Well, was it spectacular? It was awkward. I imagine it was. Was she honest? Yeah. In some parts. Mostly. Hmm. Well, I guess the only thing we have left to say is how the hell are we getting out of here? Through the gates and quickly? I mean, True, is there but... really anything else we need? We're not going to find horses. Oh, I so... need a blanket. What? I got to go buy a blanket. What for? Sleeping on. We have blankets oh, in the room. That's fair. No, I need one to take with me. Oh. We, can we have a can... map. Viomiliana, you have a map of the area we're supposed to head to, correct? Yeah. Can you show us that, please? Yeah. She pulls out map. Lays it on him. So, looking at where we are now and where we have to go, is this something we can make on foot? It, it absolutely, because okay. once from Daggerford, you are no longer, until you hit Jolkun, or no, Succumber, there is no road. You basically are following the Delambir River north up towards the high forest. Hmm. Oh, and there is a road that connects Succumber and Uluvin. And then from there, there's a road that splits off from Uluvin into the high forest. So I would like to, with the help of the group, obviously, um, look at the map and start planning a route based on landmarks. Because I imagine at this point, it would be very easy to get lost. I'll help him do that. Please do. As she does, she grabs an ale, one of the many, and she'll like... I've drank about three, but that's about all I'm drinking. She'll like stir it with her finger for a second as she changes its flavor and like subtly cheerses it at Voss and gives him a questioning look like, and as she takes a sip and points out where she thinks would be the best route. Mm. I mean, you look at the map and there's a there's a path already drawn out that looks like it was hand drawn. Mm. Point to that. That is that is leading up from the like from Waterdeep all the way down to Daggerford and then literally follows the Delambir River all the way to Succumber and then heads north to uh, Uluvin and then east right into the uh right into the back into the the Delambir River that's the unicorn run uh, which has turned into the unicorn run oh Delambir River goes this way yeah to the unicorn run and then continues all the way up the unicorn run to the star mounts. So what is the next landmark, so to speak? The next landmark would be a mountain, a small mountain range called Mount Illifarn. Um, but just past that is uh, the small village of Jilkoon. Um, but being from Daggerford, you know that there are small hamlets of, of basically a group of farmers kind of creating a small hamlet along the way that you could stop at if necessary. Yep. And uh, how far of the travel, like from Daggerford to where we're going? Uh, so there was Succumber, but there was the smaller place before that. Jolcoon. Okay, Jolcoon yeah. is... I don't tell you exactly how far. Can we fast travel there? <laughs> Do we just double click on it? Talking about, I got a horse. Y'all do whatever. Yeah. Uh, it's probably roughly a two-day journey from here to Joku. Uh, Voss, you would know that. Okay. Um, I point out this information to the group and say, "That's our next mark. No horseback, no carriage from this on out. It's all going to be on foot." 
So good. Hmm. Hiking to the mountains with plate mail. What could be better? Is Voss wearing his new jacket? Yeah. He is. That oh. looks good on you. It's uh, red. Very red. Very astute. Thank you. This is what they pay me for. Was that what you were doing this morning? Was getting yes. a jacket? Oh, okay. Looks is it leather? It's bright and nice. What's that material? I can spot you so well. Probably leather. Yeah. I couldn't tell. It looks really nice. Thank you. I thought a change would be good. I'm glad we're all slowly learning how important fashion is. I always yes. knew. Thanks to you. Oh, shucks. You don't have to credit me for that, but I'll gladly take it. <laughs> is everybody wearing their medal? Uh, uh, no, yes. I think Orkira would have taken it off pretty much as soon as they were out and it stuffed it in her bag. I'm wearing it. As long as it's in the city, I'll wear it. She has it on. I am a designer. pulls his out and sets it on the table and slides it over to him with one finger. Have a message for Bill later. Oh. Oh? Mm. From Miss Morwen, I take it? Mm. Yeah, just not down here in the common area. Fair enough. Is the common area beginning to fill? It is. Yeah. Okay. What was she dishonest about? I just assumed she was lying about something. Her brother. Kind of what glossed is... over how everything went down with her brother. Made it sound um. like her brother's actions were all due to Jessica. I thought they were. Was that? I get the impression they weren't. Oh. I get the impression he was not a good person to begin with. Oh. That it was compounded. So she lied about the corruption stemming from her family, did she? And I want to say this loud enough, but subtly enough, that it carries in the bar. I don't know if... I don't know if it was any better, though. Let's get upstairs and have this conversation. Well, let's let's figure leave. this out okay. part out just... first, please, before we head back upstairs. I already have all my stuff. We can leave. Let's leave. Yeah, let's get you a blanket and like walk and talk. That's that's the thing. When you travel overland, if you're just walking, you have a lot of time for talking. Oh my goodness gracious, this is gonna go well. Yay. I mean, we, we knew it was gonna happen, right? Seisha kind of, uh, as, as everybody's getting up, moves over to Voss. She said that if you threaten this town again, she will tear huh. it down around you, basically. She will destroy you. Mm. Not that she would tear the town down, but she would she would destroy you if you threaten this town. I should go and apologize to her. Voss, just let it go. No. I did something heinous, and I should take responsibility for that. I'm gonna roll insight. <laughs> not like Voss to take responsibility for things that he did on purpose. Yeah. I'm gonna roll insight because it's not like Voss to actually recognize his deeds are heinous. Certainly. Orkira's not rolling insight because she doesn't on her friends, but she will eye him with her passive. Okay. 
just say those numbers out loud. Let's start with Harold. 20. Uh, hold on. Before you, before, what did you roll uh, either deception or persuasion? What was just, what was number? 17. Okay. And uh, what'd you get there, Seisha? 26. Oh my God. <laughs> and my passive is a 19. Fair enough. So what are what are Voss's uh, true feelings in this when he says this? Voss is legitimately going to apologize. There is a reason he's doing this that is not completely honest, though. But his intention to apologize is true. Harold uh, shares a quick glance with Seisha and pretends he doesn't understand what's going on. What kind of person would I be if I didn't allow a man to right his wrongs? Thank you. If we are done here, I would like to go, though. Do you want someone to accompany you? It's best if... Part of the reason I didn't attend is... It's best considering what happened if the rest of you aren't too much associated with me. Oh, this will be quick. He sees all... us all as one, Voss. Yeah, it's a little too late for that. I'll be quick. This won't take long, but I will we'll say- We'll go by my we blanket. We'll meet you at the gate. I nod. I'm going to look for our coats. You well, wear plate mail. How are you going to wear a coat over- I like having options. Yeah, she like can 98 degrees. <laughs> We're going to a mountain range. Random bar person. That's fair. That is fair. Did we buy warmer clothes? I can't remember. Oh, I did. And Orkira pulls out we the hat and puts it on. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Orkira did. <laughs> I am as prepared as I can be. Thank, thank you, V. It's such a cute hat. I got the, I got the coat to match, but it's actually kind of warm, so I haven't put that on yet. Um. So, uh. For brevity's sake, you easily find a general store uh, for adventuring gear and things like that. Uh, if you're looking for just a blanket, uh, it the tag says five silver. If you're looking for a bedroll, uh, the tag says one gold. Um, it was a blanket that I had before, but I'm gonna upgrade <laughs> to a bedroll. Yeah. Okay. Oh, we already have a bedroll, so no, I'm just gonna buy another blanket. Okay. okay. It costs. Uh, two silver and five copper. As soon as you walk up, you know for a fact it's tagged as five silver. And you see their eyes just kind of drop to the emblem that's on your chest. I pay a gold. Why? Why, why do you, why? Because this is how you make your living. You truly are a hero. Just one person doing what people do. And she turns around and walks up. Okay. Um, Vinley, you find a coat. It doesn't really fit. In order to have it fit, it, they would need at least a day to alter it. I got this. I got this. I'll take this one. This is nice. I can fix this. Okay, it'll be uh, uh, 15 gold. Oh, seven gold. Cool, cool. I have power. <laughs> and she just stuffs it into her bag of holding. Okay. Boss, it is very easy to find Morwen Daggerford at this moment. Still within Drillfield, 
addressing uh, people and getting reacquainted for those that live within the walls of Daggerfell. I will wait. I have no doubt that she will see me. And uh, after a little bit of time, you see her purposefully moving towards your direction. And then when she gets about 15 or 20 feet away, she lets everybody know that she has a meeting that she needs to get to and walks very prominently into your direction. Uh, there are two guards that flank her to the back, but stay about five feet behind. I take the metal in my hand. And without looking up at her eyes, I bow halfway down and say, I am sorry. I caused you tremendous distress at a moment of weakness. I threatened the very thing you protect the most. I am shamed. I hope you understand that I was under, I paused for a moment. Pressure to retrieve this. It was necessary. And Foss will begin letting his voice somewhat stutter and pull back as if afraid. I need you to make a deception check. Yep. Fourteen. Uh, we're gonna add the d4 to that. Okay. Fifteen. The man I retrieved this for is not someone to be taken lightly. I believe that. I was desperate. I also believe that. Whatever reasons you had, I do believe that you will see the light one day. Whether they be performative now, I do see your heroic actions. But my promise is true. I am assured that you heard it. Then let me say this. There may be in time a man who comes to meet you. Who holds your blade. I hope you treat him with the same suspicion and regard you treat me for his intentions are not even as pure as mine. I appreciate your honesty and your warning. It will be heeded. I hope so. I will bow deeply. 
and then turn keeping humble and smiling inwardly. She just stares at you and watches you leave. Before you disappear around a corner before she turns. I rolled a 17 on the die. Exception's not very good yet. <laughs> that may change in the future. I was, it was going to be persuasion until you started to quiver and shake in fear. Mm -hmm. It's the same number either way. Yeah, <laughs> fair. Um, but you all meet up at the southern gate. The, the river gate, sorry. Uh, the river gate. As you all make your way once again. And as you are leaving, you noticeably don't see as many dead fish or wildlife, a sure sign that the river is healing. Although the fishing market has not yet returned, the cool breeze cuts through the warming summer sun, a welcoming feeling for most of you and a reminder of how hot the Elysian summers can be for others. And as you all depart into the wilds of the Sword Coast towards the high forest along the Delambeer River. I need one of you to make a d20 roll for me. Oh, who's gonna do it? I'll oh, do it. Oh. I'll do hey. it. Everybody, everybody wants to do it. Go In ahead. our roll off, I did roll the highest. That's true. <laughs> I rolled a nine. Yeah, see, it should have been me. <laughs> well, I, I think V V wanted to roll it, so okay. we'll take V's number. Okay, okay. go for it. All right, let's do it, let's do it. Clon, 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 and that's a seven. Seven? <laughs> that's the one we take. That's what seven. we take. Yep. That's what we, we take. Agree. Seven, make it we work. Agree. Oh. Okay, seven it is. All right, noted. All right, noted. We're not good survivalists. <clears throat> so, right wait, was I supposed to roll a survival check? Nope. No, just no. a d20. No. Okay. Yep. That's so how many survival, people. it would have been an eight. So, <laughs> good to know. Oh, wow. uh, so, plus three to survival. How? I have plus one. Wisdom. I don't know. Oh, that's why. Mm -hmm. My wisdom is. I have a four. School was okay. All right, or you, you were saying something? I was just going to ask as we're leaving, um, do we plan on actually talking and walking, or are we? I guess she'll she'll ask. Are we are we going to do some talking, or do you want me to and? Take a look around, because I, I do have something I need to talk to you all about. Okay. Um. The whole thing that happened back there with Bosca, um, Bob. Oh, I don't care. Um, I need you to understand. What do you remember about our conversation with him? That I wanted it to end as quickly as possible, and I'm not super thrilled to be talking about it now, but I understand this is important. Uh, that I, I mostly everything. just wanted Finley's soul to not be damned. It's hard to not remember what's been taken from you, so, but I think I remember most of it. I know what was taken, if that helps. Okay. Do you remember that I had a different deal? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we, yeah, we do remember that, right? Yeah, yours is more oh, yeah. dangerous. Yeah, so you remember everything but the name. 
That's okay. the only thing you forgot. Okay. Well, I just don't even remember what I had for breakfast, so that's just sort of my deal. Um, there are certain things that I have to do as a paladin of Agma. I have oaths that I swore. And among those oaths is a promise to guard against ignorance. I can't stand for knowledge being destroyed. Oh. It, it would violate my oath. Wait. So knowledge being what you know or knowledge that other people could potentially learn? Both. It's, oh. it's mostly about, I can't, I can't give way the destruction of knowledge. And as long as someone knows it, then that knowledge still exists. Well, I'm sure someone does. Bob knows it. But I can't take that risk that that knowledge would be lost. Uh, I can't okay. just count on somebody else out there knows it. It's not enough. Well, you also don't have to put all the pressure on yourself. I don't believe. I mean, it's, it's not that I'm putting pressure on myself. It's that I am upholding the promise I made. So you'd be breaking it by willfully forgetting a name that would literally damn your soul. Yes. But I think that there's a time, and this is me coming from somebody who's not religious. There's a time obviously you should never run with scissors but sometimes you need to go run with scissors in order to do something important with those scissors but at but least hold them opinion, by the blade but i will i will in the future i will consider this whenever we're in a situation like this i said what i said because uh well we don't have a whole lot of options of considering what our options were but you found the correct option that managed to preserve what you believe as well as preserve Vinley, so I apologize for being rude and I apologize for yelling. I'm just I just need to make sure you all know that this is something essential to who I am and what I am. What would Agma have done to Paladins you? who break their oaths. What would have Agma done to you? Agma allows me to do amazing things because I uphold tenets that he, his church has deemed the most valuable and he places value in. These are things that I'm trying to think of how to explain this. It's their ideals that form the core of who and what he is. If I turn my back on that, then I'm turning my back on him. And I would lose his favor. But then let's hope we're not putting up a situation like that where we have to make a tough decision again. So, so bad things will happen to you no matter what. So no. knowing things is more dangerous than not knowing things due to situations like this. It's, it's more a matter of calculated risks. I can have this knowledge and never do anything with it. 
But as long as that knowledge exists. But you didn't, like, kill anyone with knowledge no one else knows. No. So, like, that's good. Yeah. I just needed you guys to understand. I didn't want you to think I was just being petulant. I don't think you're being petulant. I just think that sometimes there are no good decisions. I didn't really understand the risks, to be honest. Um, I guess I just, I didn't really understand the oaths, I suppose. But. Well, I have four of them. Uh, the first is to search for knowledge and gain knowledge and information. The second is the one I struggle with the most, and that's to be of an open mind. Oh, oh. I have a hard time with that one. Then there's guarding against ignorance, which includes making sure and not giving ground to those who would destroy knowledge. And then the fourth is to enlighten the world and make sure people understand things and share knowledge. Ogma recognizes that there are secrets. He just doesn't appreciate them as much. But some information isn't meant to be shared, and he gets that, which is why it's okay for me to know things that I can't share, necessarily. But that's, that's what I am sworn to. Well, why... Okay, out of curiosity, does the does Golar still know the name? Yes. So you could have kept your oath if you forgot it and Golar remembered it. Um that's the other part that's kind of interesting. Golar didn't want me to forget it either. Oh. Oh. Well, you don't have oaths with him. No, but I thought that was rather interesting. Maybe well, he follows Agma as well. It would make I sense. Don't, I don't know. It was just kind of weird. Or Rock's values are very, very skewed. It could be a lot of different things. Let's we not can worry. Understand the values of a rock. I, I can. If it's a diamond, we need another thousand gold diamond. By the way, so if we see anything that looks diamond-like, we should probably check it out. And appraise it. Hey, maybe we'll get lucky and run into the Guild of Thorns again. I'd be okay with that, or maybe we'll get lucky and run into a diamond mine. Who knows? And they're just like, yeah, we got a few extra here. Have a couple thousand. Yeah, let's not take any diamonds out of that mine, out of I that would, mountain. I don't know. I'm, no. I don't know if it's worth. Everything in that mountain is going to be crawling with the Amber King. Speaking well, of that. The what? Let's keep an open mind. Let's keep an open mind, potentially. It will be good. I can wipe it off. And... We don't know. Speaking of that, what we're eventually approaching, Seisha, you and I already talked about this, but considering your closeness to the Elder Eye, I think while we're on the road away from the town, it might be time to see if we can help you start fighting against those impulses when they come up again in a more controlled environment. How's him? Controlled. Away from here where there's no collateral damage, just us in the field, somewhere away from the towns. 
Who's okay. gonna swing on Seisha? Got it. This is important. If we go to the Mountain of the Amber King, and he hits her with something she's not expecting, or if she can't control those strange dark impulses inside of her, do you remember what happened when we fought the monk? Mm -hmm. We can't let that happen again. And the only way we can safeguard against it is in reality to explore it a bit and help her control it. None of this is pleasant, I agree. But it is necessary. And while we have, and I point to Okira, her here, the time to do this is now. Not right now, but right. when we're on the road. Yeah. My one concern would be the old myth of taking bits of poison to immune immunize yourself against the poison. It just poisons you. What if by experimenting with this thing, we're giving him a foothold? Whatever's if... happening is getting worse without me doing anything. Greed. It's... I, I told Voss um, when we were fighting that thing in the town square, I didn't want to attack it. Doing this outside the town will be safer than doing it in the middle of the mountain. Yeah. And if we can't pull her back in a field, we're not going to be able to do it when one of those things is right in front of us. I'm going to walk over to Seisha and put my hand on her shoulder and say, you've had to make a lot of really difficult decisions to keep your oath. It's times like this and where it's time for your God to give back. I'm going to reflexively cast protection from evil and good on her, mm. uh, which will only last 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. but I say just, wait, wait until we sit down to do that then if we're going to do this. Uh, I don't think we're doing it now. It, we're not doing this now. I'm just, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. And you can tell Orkira's just kind of doing it less because we think she thinks anything's going to happen right in this moment, but more like as a comforting gesture. Okay, cool. Uh, especially she since... She reaches up and puts her hand on Orkira's and kind of touches her cheek to it. Thank it you. sucks when you think you've disappointed someone that you love, but you haven't. And we'll get this figured out, like Voss said. And there's, there's, there is some, before you start experimenting, we've got a lot of avenues to get some answers and maybe it's time to ask those questions of the people who can give it to us. We'll take every precaution we possibly can and give you every advantage we can. But that's all we can do at the end of the day and hope a lot of this, unfortunately, just relies on you. But I believe, honestly, you can control this. And I honestly believe this will help, dangerous as it may be. I think you're right.
Are we all ready to leave this stinkhole? Yes! I was many, many days ago. Ogma's dirty britches. Let's get out of this damn town. Ogma would have dirty britches. And as you all leave, you make your way up the river. Back towards, once again, in the direction that you were but just a day ago. Mm. And once again, a putrid, rotten, acrid, sweet stench fills your nostrils. No longer buried in, buried in the water, but you all instantly get hit with the horrific stench of decaying bodies baking in the summer sun. We forgot to tell the real Morrowind about the dead corpses. And the area starts to become even more overrun by flies than before making it hard to hear anything far away while you bat away at the insects. But in the distance, you all see a thin, ashy-skinned figure dressed in black and sickly teal robe vestments about 150 or more feet away. Or Kira and Seisha. You all notice that they are more than just thin as their dried out bluish graying skin clings to their bones. Their deep hood hides most of their skeletal-like sunken features. A haunting stark white cataract eyes glare down. You see them muttering a few words under their breath that you recognize as arcane dictation, arcane dictions as they reach out with one hand, casting a spell assisted by an eerie, sickly, bright green, arcane skeletal hand. Orkira and Seisha only can make an arcana check because they're the ones that saw the details. Okay. Everyone else, you're kind of like batting away flies and all you see is this figure kind of lurking over the bodies. 14. Seven. Oh. Nope. Arcana it's not is enough. Not my, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's not enough to know specifically, but you do watch as f- five of the corpses begin to twitch and convulse oh. as they begin to rise. There's a moment in where Orkira wants to reach, rush forward, but she will stop herself and put out a hand to whoever is nearby. I don't yeah. know who's next to me, but she will just put out a hand and be like, oh, crap. Pesha grabs it and starts to charge forward. Okay. And as okay, you do, here we go. <laughs> you watch as this, this individual looks up and sees you and begins to cast. Now, Vinley, you can make an Arcana check and Seisha, you can make another one as this is a new spell being cast. 24, baby. Okay. I mean, can I? 25! <laughs> I hate you. Just, just for craps and giggles, sure. can I? Sure. sure. I'm, I'm flying in that direction. Maybe I'll maybe I'll roll a four, and so I'll get a two. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, uh, Vinley and Seisha, you have never seen this spell done before, but you've read about it, as this is the quicker version of animating dead, as he has just casted Dance Macabre, and as he sees you rushing up, you hear him scream out towards those bodies that begin to rise on the other side of the river. As five more bodies begin to rise up. Dispose of these royal boobs, you boneheads! And with that, we're gonna take a break. (laughs) 
Welcome to Rock Punch, where the jokes are freaking awesome and the shenanigans are always dabbing. Come join the gang on a, like a really hot vape adventure around Atlanta, Georgia. Watch the crew as they just jerk off around the workplace, dog. Complain about movies that you can watch on a phone or whatever. whatever. Stream on Twitch like Minecraft and other stuff. Is boredom a part of your day? Then you need to seize the moment. Maybe take DMT. Look at that. Is it a bird? Is it a plane? Is it a reference to Fleischer cartoons from the 40s? Anyway, these guys don't have jobs, I guess. But they do at twitch.tv slash rockpunchatl. Or if you're like old school and like analog, you can watch their videos. They're released every Wednesday on YouTube. You ever think that Wednesday is not spelled like it sounds? You should say it like Wednesday, but it doesn't. Anyway, whatever you do, hit that subscribe button and be the first to like it. What do you say about that, Colton? I... Great. I, I'm not... Excellent. We're totally in the same room together. Anyway, with entertainment for geeks and gamers, things that are cool now in 2020, there's surely something for everyone at Rock Punch. So take a break from all your sick skate moves on your Heelys, or save your money at the vape shop and tune into Rock Punch, bruh. Dab, 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 dab. This is Bill Ronto, Esquire. Congrats on making it this far. Now finish it. And we're back. Hey. Hey. Oh, this map looks familiar. We're back at this junction. Is yeah. this, is this the first time we've had a, a repeat map? It uh, is. Why are the bodies all in the water? Well, like, like verbatim repeat map. Re yeah, uh, the, because they're hot glued into the river. Uh, <laughs> couldn't get them out of the river, so. But Blackers. They, I know. We tried, we actually did. I did try, and then I did melted really? the map. I took a blowtorch to it. I tried to get it out with a blowtorch. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, I started melting the pieces. Anyways, so. Um, You're not the only one who wants to take a blowtorch. I visually think this. we can't make jokes about them not putting an effort anymore. <laughs> I have literally bled for this map. It is getting used <laughs> twice. I'm not complaining. I just, I am excited to be here for map. I got eight uh, stitches for this map. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so. The party has finally left Daggerford, and in some weird encounter role happenstance, they come across <laughs> a character that has bluish grayish skin. Um, I will say this, Harold, as you get a little bit closer, and then Orkira, as you get a little bit closer, there's a little bit of dread as what this creature is brings back a dark memory. Oh. The guy who was chasing me with the... Yeah. It's not exactly. But very similar. You've seen this style of creature before, as as there's that phantom pain in your abdomen, and you remember how you got that white streak in your hair, and the blade at your hip. But let's Wait. start by rolling initiative. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Whoa, that was a lot combat music going. Oh, iconic. I was gonna say the music is kind of okay. That's so a nice. Lot. That is actually not bad. Uh, all right, uh, Seisha, what'd you get? I got a 15. What? I know, double digits, baby. Boss. 19. 15. Harold. 15. Finley. 22. V. Four. <laughs> I rolled a one and a three. 
17. 17, nice. What's our chances on physical dice tonight, guys? Do it. <laughs> I am done with digital today. Uh, all right, Vinley, you lead us as you look out and you can see that straight ahead, just across the embankment, very similar to where you saw the null vampire and vampire spawn, uh, you see this swarm, this horde of five zombies that have risen from these pile of corpses as the dots macabre has taken effect. Across the other way, you see where this gaunt creature uh, stands behind five more zombies. Um, um, I believe Vinley is going to do a thing. It's She's going to uh, start making her way to the right of the tree to get to the beach of that uh, left side of the river. And as she goes to move, she turns to uh, Fluffy and Cujo and says, put them to rest. And she's going to start running and see where she can get. All right, so you're heading towards the tree? Yeah, to the right side of the tree. Okay, heading to the right side of the tree. And then you're sending uh, Fluffy and Cujo after the, the zombie straight ahead? Yes. Got it. Uh, ooh, I need to... And they will double move if they have to. Lauren, what did you get on your initiative? Uh, 17, I think. Because uh, just, I'm just like, man, they are just begging to be fireballed right now, aren't they? Uh, yeah. You know, it's funny that you say that. <laughs> um, and she will, am I within 120 feet of uh, giggling skeleton man? Oh, this music is so unsettling. I'm loving it. I'm living for it. It's super good. It's happening on Bentley's turn. <laughs> I sprout angel wings. Yeah. Which one? Which one is skele the the skeleton dude? Uh, top of the hill. Uh, he is 65 feet away. Oh, cool. I'm going to turn to him and say in celestial something he probably doesn't understand, but if anyone else does, I do. Mm -hmm. She says, you mess with magics I deem inappropriate and uh, cast a second level guiding bolt. Fluffy and Cujo share a glance with each other like, what is she talking about? Eh, forget it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see what I, oh, 26 to hit. 26 definitely hits. All right. Oh, that's a lot of ones. 14 points of radiant damage. Uh, 14 points of radiant damage. And was that my whole 30 feet of movement? That was your full 30, yes. Dang. Okay, cool. Yes. Yep. And as this bolt, um, what does your bolt look like? It is the, oh, you can't see it right now, but uh, the blue black skull wreathed in flames that flies out towards him, leaving a trail of black smoke behind it. Got it. As it slams up against him, he staggers back a bit before his head snaps up at you. You try my patience, witch! 
<laughs> no one calls me a witch, skeleton. Wait, can we all just for a second, can we accept that he sounds like that? Is that okay? He doesn't have vocal cords. That's Harold. what you have a problem with? I'm not, no, that's not a problem. It's just strange. Am, am I the only one thinking it's weird that he no, sounds No, I think it's way? weird too. I mean, the last one we encountered didn't sound like that. They sounded actually creepy. Yeah. The, the last thing goes, yeah. No, no, see, it's oh. catching. Vinley, just so you know, um, your witherlings did have to move the full 60 feet of movement, but they are currently creating a wall of combat uh, for the zombies on the left side of the river. Sounds beautiful. Uh, Voss, you are up. You see, as you kind of are towards the back, as you look at this strange, undead display ahead of you. Yep. Um, so, let's, uh, huh, okay. Um, how stable does that dam of the damned look? So it's not there anymore. They have been moved off to the side. So there's just the rock. So, okay. So do those things on the my right, your left, perhaps side of the river have a clear path to cross, though? No. no nobody has a clear path to cross. You would have okay, to never mind then. through um, the water or swim through the water. Closest enemy zomboid to me. Okay. How many feet of movement is that? It is uh, 40 feet of movement to get to right where you are. And I don't think I'm flanking with anybody, correct? No, but you are in combat with others. So you don't get the advantage, but you do get the sneak attack. You, well, you're yeah. Flash so, yeah. Is this, is this a good time to tell everyone what blessings we chose or no? Sure, go ahead. Let's tell everybody what blessings you chose. Uh, let's start at the top of the initiative. Vinley, what did you choose? I chose Blessing of the Magus, plus one to spell saves. Voss, what did you take? Celerity, 10 feet extra movement. Mm -hmm. Or Kira. I also took the spell save one, because I'm going to make people pay. <laughs> I Harold. You're muted, baby. Muted. Blessing of Silence. It's a blessing mm, for us all, really. Everybody's growling about baby. it. <laughs> They've been blessing. waiting for the moment. No, I took uh, the Blessing of Luck in honor of Petunia. Oh, uh, Seisha. I took blessing of luck because goodness knows I could use it. <laughs> and V. You're, You're muted, babe. Also another blessing of yeah. silence. Another blessing of blessing goblin. of the goblin, Katie. <laughs> <laughs> She'll figure well, it out. I am. I am desperately trying to pull it up. We can hear you. But nothing will load. It's all good. I don't remember off the top of my head. Blessing of Valhalla. Yes, the Blessing of Valhalla. I get ancestral boosts and yep. stuff. And, <laughs> nice. And, and, oh, okay, 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 okay. Summon 1d4 plus Berserker Goliaths to aid you in battle. It just loaded. Nice. <laughs> uh, but you can only do that once in 10 days. But once in 10 Once in 10 days. That's like four years for us in this campaign. <laughs> yeah, Boss. I won't be able to keep track of that. <laughs> Boss, what are you doing? You have only uh, attack. Okay. 18 to hit. 18 hits. Okay. Do you need the fire damage separate? Uh, no. Okay. Add six to this. 
Uh, 34 points of damage. Uh, yeah, you just run up and you see this like disheveled traveler in like ragged, like wet aged clothes standing up bloated body and you just come up, shove your rapier up or no, the dagger up and slice up and just die like bisect him from the stomach up as he just pills in half and crumbles to the ground. Sweet. Um, move backwards. Uh, 30 feet. Okay. As your bonus action? Yep. And that's my turn. Um, as uh, you strike down one of these undead, you hear yell out across the river, You unkept flea-bitten fool! I'll turn you into a suitcase! Me? <laughs> Is he talking to you? Is he talking to me? I are you talking? Who are you talking to? Who are you talking I to? I think he was talking to Cujo, honestly. No, uh, all right, sure that's well. Boss's turn. Orkira, it's your turn. Uh, with one hand, Orkira makes a fist. With the other, she puts it on Seisha's shoulder and says, Uncomplicated undead. I think my god is actually happy with me. And she's going to fly <laughs> 10 feet up into the air and open her hand. And there's a little uh, firefly inside. And it buzzes out and flies over in an arc to the other side of the river as I cast Fireball. Yeah, you do. I'm casting it at fourth level. Ooh. Because uh, this is a world full of nope. Uh, so I need everybody on the other side, um, because I can encompass them all, to make Dexterity Saving Throws DC 19. Okay. We will start with the... Uh, the... <laughs> the bad guy. <laughs> We'll call him what he is. We'll start with the Deathlock. Uh, uh, dexterity save, you said? Yep. Ooh, that is a 16. Ooh, that else? is going to fail. Yep. Uh, and now we will do the five zombies over there. I did not <laughs> oh, roll incredibly on. well on this fireball, so. Nope, it will, yeah. Just need to remember that. Oh, yeah. I, I'm I so time. excited to watch these bitches oh, burn. I know, right? <laughs> okay, here we go. This man dare stay. More satisfying than a fantastic fireball. Honestly, I don't this know. This is not the most, this is not the, oh. the best fireball. It's been a while since she's cast one. She's a little rusty, so. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> is that the highest one? Yeah. Oh, my God. We got an 18 on the die. They have a minus two to dex. They, <laughs> nice. all, fail. they will uh, all take 27 fire damage. Oh, my nice. God. <laughs> That's a low roll? That's, it was, it's 96 at fourth level. I got five uh, con saves to make. Yeah. Uh, six con saves. Make his first. Okay, I'll make his first. Yep, because it's a concentration check. Yeah. Uh, what's his con? con? 13. Nope. Gone. <gasps> okay. Yep. And you watch as this fireball detonates. Uh, hold on. Let me see if all of them are gone. Uh, okay. Um, natural 20 on one. Oh. Yeah. So one stays. Well, no, even with a natural 20, I think he fails. Because it's a con save five plus the, yep, yep. They're all gone? Yep, all gone. Oh my Watch God. as just fire detonates and you just see just ashes as the zombies just 
crumble around him as he kind of like rears back and as uh and as he does he, like you he's and kind of ah! <laughs> how about the you scaly coward and as he points you watch as the magic fizzles as all four of the other zomb- zombies just <laughs> collapse as he loses concentration to Don's macabre don'ts halfwits bunglers you brainless idiots, you couldn't even defeat a motley pack of gnomes! What you is blundering going? fools if you Who? think you can stop me! <laughs> Who is this guy? What What is your deal? Why are you such a jerk? And Norkira smiles and says, I don't know, but this is a blessing from the Phoenix. Thank you. I've needed this for a while. You hollow-headed nincompoops! I'm a chosen, laden with gifted direction! You're literally hollow. Are you talking to? Are you still are you, talking? Are you to us? talking to us? Can you and that, see that us? one was directed at you, Harold. It was like, who are you? Uh, Harold just looks around. He's like, I am so confused about all of this. Yep. And I am done. That was that yep. was all. Yep. I did. Harold, it is your turn. That was a good. Yeah, and he is alone. <laughs> I am going to, quite alone. Quite alone. I'm going. Are to the heck, other two on the hex still there? Those are those That's are Finleys. Finleys, yeah. Oh, okay. Yep. I, I'm gonna. So, yes, hex they are him still there. If I, uh, if I can. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And then I'm gonna. I, I pull up my knife and I'm like, by the power of Waterdeep, <laughs> I have the power. <laughs> I throw my knife at him. I hate you, Ethan. <laughs> I love you. Keep it up. I was really hoping you were going to cast Major Image there and turn into a hulking herald. <laughs> Where is that swole fo- uh, potion when we need it? <laughs> uh, does a uh, 15 hit him? Uh, a 15 just on. barely hits. Oh, is that an attack no, roll? No, 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 it does not. You watch. No, you watch is that an go- attack roll? Oh, it is. You have advantage. You yeah. have advantage on it because of Guiding Bolt. Because of Guiding Bolt. Oh, oh yeah. On both of them? Just the first on one. one. Okay, cool. So I rolled 11 for the second one, which I think hit uh, misses, and I, then I'll roll, re-roll the first one. Okay, the, the ni- it's a 19 now. 19 will hit. Yeah, like I said, it hit. <laughs> you watch as end over end it kind of goes, and like you can see the like pulsing, like ethereal blue glow emanating as it just strikes right at that point, um, doing uh, X amount of damage. How much damage does oh, that do? Oh, yeah, it's a great question. You know, that makes a lot of sense. I should probably roll that. Uh, so thir- 13 plus a d6. So... Oh, you hexed him? Yeah, yeah, so 15 total. 15? All right. Uh, you slam the dagger in- into him, and it dissipates into a swarm of locusts as it forms back as you throw it again. And as the second Eldritch Blast goes out, you see as this arcane shield of like armor weaved over him. But it's a, a sickly green color and it looks like, not like Vinley's necromancy. It definitely puts a bad taste in your mouth as you watch this. I, I catch my knife again and I'm like, what the fuck is your deal? Chill out. <laughs> like, can we talk or something? This is how they all are. Who's they? Uh, you know what? Yes, you did. Mm -hmm. All right. Yes, 
I was chosen by the Shadow King to carry out his wishes to create a dungeon that rivals the rumors of Asarak's great tomb of horrors. More like a tomb of whores, am I right? No, not at all. Oh, crowd's dead tonight. <laughs> and so will you. That's just, I just- all Who are that. you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Harold and Voss getting more agitated as the fight goes on. He is becoming our new nemesis. <laughs> or Kira's becoming more gleeful. It's like, this is so uncomplicated. I love this. I am Keldor Hafgar. Half drow, half got, half. Kevdar Hafgar? Ke uh, Kevdar Hafgar. It's your turn. <laughs> can I, I roll on uh, Shadow King, by the way? You absolutely can. Okay. History? Yeah, I'd like to as well. Is that what? History or Arcana? It would be history, yes. Okay, cool. Ooh. That was a journey. <laughs> Harold's just like, I don't know why I'm fighting this guy. <laughs> Uh, I got a dirty 20. I got a 14. <laughs> Back on top. Uh, as we're looking oh, this up for you, uh, what are you doing, Sasha? Um, I I don't have any ranged spells, so Sasha's just gonna start continuing up the path. Just going, I don't, I don't even. You guys have got this, right? Well, you just did a heavy crossbow. Oh, I do have a heavy crossbow now. I forgot. Why isn't it not showing up on my- Oh, because I was on spells. <laughs> Thank okay. you, Fluffy, for the reminder. I'm going to shoot my crossbow at him. Yeah. And while you're figuring that out- And my string breaks! <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> oh, this man's invincible. <laughs> did, did you take- Did you say you take- You took luck? Wanna use luck? I can't use her right now. That's <laughs> like the most. Sasha, like, oh, yeah, first time she's used it, and the string breaks. Sasha, this is the most important fight of our lives. <laughs> you, you guys have got this, right? I hope so. Okay, I'm just, gonna, I'm just gonna keep going up the hill here. And... Really? You're just gonna ignore this dude? I'm just gonna go up this... there to the little outcrop, and if y'all don't kill him by the time I get up there, then I'll fly across and kill him. This Why are we killing this man? This area is bad luck for Seisha. It's just let her go. I've got so, bad vibes here. Vinley, mm. at the base of the Trollbark Forest, there is a dark spot no one dares to venture. A necropolis known as Warlock's Crypt, rumored to be ruled over by the Shadow King, known to be the greatest and most powerful lich in Toril's history. <laughs> there is a famous ballad called the Warlock King that is said to be cursed and everyone, every bard refuses to play it because it seems to bring his ire. That you remember from what, yeah, but Harold. a few days ago and uh, you were on the road, and the uh, Doran was trying, not Doran, uh, the uh, uh, flamboyant sa uh, snake oil salesman, if you yeah. will, <laughs> yeah. uh, was trying to get you uh, to sing. And history has only proven this to be true as every bard since the creator of the song that sings the song from Waterdeep to Candlekeep is said to have been stolen away in the night. 
Not only is the Shadow King armed with a plethora of amassed magically imbued items and an undead horde, he is said to command an army of liches from within his tower, but it is said no one has ever returned from stepping foot within the halls of his domain. There are whispers of only two people who have ever met the Shadow King whose name is Larlock and lived. Two who have stepped within his home and emerged unscathed. One is the necromancer Saz Tam, the Zulkir regent of Fae, and the other is Manshun himself. <laughs> I think you spoke for all of us there. Oh my god. What? That's how you later. It's a, a whole thing that he. This I guy. Did, this guy is a worm compared I did to use some my of movement, his By the way, but you can just move me next time you get up. Don't don't worry about it now. You, okay. Yep, yep. Uh, with that, uh, that is going to be Seisha's turn. It's now his turn. Where did you go, Seisha? Just straight ahead. Okay. Oh, flanked by Kuja. Oh, straight ahead. Yep. Climbing up. You get in between uh, the two witherlings. She just kind of looks from side to side and shudders. They smile at you. Oh, that is disconcerting. It's horrifying. I mean, they don't have skin, so aren't they always smiling? They have a little bit of skin. <clears throat> they have like shreds. They have just enough. enough skin to be tasteful. <laughs> like a potato. I like the skin of a potato, though. I do too. I kind of want baked potato now. Oh, me too. Yeah, no, okay, so uh, you watch skin. as um, almost like he kind of begins to arc and cast and fires this sickly green bolt at you, Harold. Uh, very similar to your Eldritch, to an Eldritch Blast. Uh, I, can I counterspell that? Uh, too far it away. might be too far away. It, it I'm 65 feet away. Oh, then yeah, there's no way. Yeah, you're too far away. But um, I'll take it. What's happening? Uh, does a 15 hit you? Not if I shield it. All right. Ooh. Yeah, so you see it's about to strike true as you pull up, kind of pulling your mask and holding your mask up as this ethereal purple shield in the shape of your mask I, forms I blocked the shot. I'm like, why? <laughs> and you watch as he looks at you and he like makes a finger and it turns, it takes off running. No, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> it moves 30 feet away. <laughs> but it, it is this like just over like exaggerated run. <laughs> oh, well, see, he God. was he had to have been talking to us, right, Buzz? I mean, like he was he shot at me. <laughs> I don't know. It's your turn. <laughs> Maybe you're muted. Yeah. Okay. So um, I'm just gonna. Is that a dude? Right? No, it's Orkira. <laughs> Yeah, the only guy Sorry. left standing, he's like trying to run away from you. He's very far away. Okay, um, I was about to say, because right now what I see on the map is two dudes right there between Osatia. That's, that's the Chuckles and Cujo. 
Gosh, I can never tell on these little maps. Fluffy. Fluffy, sorry, Fluffy. Fluffy, okay, okay, okay. Chuckles is dead. I'm yeah. trying hard to like decipher this. Chuckles was map. dead when you hired They're it. all dead, yeah. <laughs> well, I guess I'll run as far as I can to try to catch up and then throw a javelin to close the distance. Okay, are you cutting across the water or are you just running straight? Hmm, I guess I'll run straight. Okay. Your speed is, is 45 it, or 40? Uh, my speed is 40. Jesus. Is it that guy behind the trees over there with the purple? Yes, mm-hmm. that's that's him. Okay, He's I don't right. know if my javelin can throw that far yeah. then. Uh, cause my javelin can throw, it says range 30, parentheses 120. Okay, yeah, so you can throw it. You'll just have disadvantage on the throw. Okay. And you could always reckless if you want to make it regular. And he is uh, currently 110 feet away from you right now. Just just in range. All right, well, I'm going to rage, and I will reckless. Okay. So I am going to... We're going to use these... They've been in timeout for some time. We're using these guys. Uh, so you'll roll regular because you're at disadvantage because of distance. So oh, just roll I forgot. A I forgot. I forgot. Yep. Okay. Gosh. Uh, crystal or purple? Someone pick. Purple. Crystal. Ah. I heard purple first. Twenty. Natural. Oh Natural twenty. God. Nice. That's a twenty-eight. You're welcome. <laughs> In this man's you, career, right here. Yeah, so you go and you just launch it. And as you do, you watch as one of your ancestors just launches with it and just carries it across the way as it slams into him, into like the back of his thigh. And your ancestor just drives the javelin Ooh. down all the way through it and into the ground. Give us that damage. All right. So that is going to be 11 plus. I think it's I think it's 21 is the total damage 21 yeah okay yeah yeah because it's 1d6 plus 4 and then I add the what I rolled plus rage and then damage 23 23 okay so I add the rage damage twice no, no only once you, you only double the dice four. So- and you yeah. said 11 plus eight. Well, because I crit, I already got, I got, I get like 10 essentially. Correct. Base. So then yep. I add eight plus three would be, yeah, so eight plus three is 11, so 21. Yeah, 21, yeah, that's yeah. right. Okay, you got okay. I misunderstood the numbers. No, you're all good. Uh, all right. <laughs> I'm as not good at numbers. <laughs> as it slams into it, um, let's see, Sasha, I'll say with your passive, um, cause you're, closer um mm. you see that some of that arcane unnatural weave t- uh heals over some of his wounds as it did okay. not seem to do as much damage yep you have one more attack if you want to throw another javelin oh well are we bullying the skeleton man yes we are that was <laughs> it, it feels like we are like he's All evil right. but it totally feels like we're bullying so, him. so 18 to hit 18, 18 hits. hits i mean he attacked right. us first I mean, come on, look at No, he was that. animating people. Barely counts as an attack. And this is 12 points of damage. Got Intent it. Intent is everything. So uh, mm-hmm. once again, you launch it, and the other, your ancestor, uh, just runs up this tree, catches it midair, and drives it into him again. Oh, my God. 
And uh, again, Seisha, you see that it only does about half as much damage. Sure. Yep. Uh, all right, that is V's turn. Vinley. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, move me as close as I can to, like, even if I have to wade into the water a little bit. <laughs> um, not all the way, just to where I feel like I'm about to have to slow down, like, difficult terrain. Oh, as soon as you hit the water, it's difficult terrain. Oh, okay, then keep me out of the water. I'm going to misty step across the river. You make it into the water on the other side, just like last time, and then you step out. Yeah, I step out and then move me, my movement towards him to where I can see him. There we go. You have direct line of sight now. There is no extra cover that he gets as a bonus. Perfect. I'm going to have my wand out after the the misty step and i'm gonna unload all the charges into his back um i will say at the end of your attack with the two javelins stuck into him he yells back yeah <laughs> you muscle bound oh you won't catch me huh it says that as after v hit him with the javelin I, that one seems more directed hey <laughs> asshole <laughs> what the hell, dude? I, I, I giggle at what Harold says and then say, she won't, but I will. And I'm going to do... <clears throat> settle. Settle. 19 plus 9, so 28 points of force damage. Tries to cast shield, but is a warlock and only has two spell slots, and they're both gone. Yeah. <laughs> How much damage was it? Uh, 28. 28? Yes. <clears throat> as, um, as they just arc back and you see him go, <laughs> And with that, you, um, you watch as your damage bursts into his form. And go ahead and sing us that swan song. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So, Finally. She looks... She looks down the edge of her wand of magic missiles. I rolled a 12, by the way. I still have a wand. And okay. she looks down at him, tilts up her nose, and kind of adjusts her glasses and says, no one calls me a witch, bitch. And she unleashes everything. And as it's arcing towards him and the shield doesn't come up, he looks at you and at, right as it's about to strike him, he yells up, Strike me down, you oaf! I'll rejoin the Shadow Army and possibly be blessed by the blood of Nian Jushi Gampo to hunt you down! <laughs> and as he's dying, I say, he wants liches, not weaklings. Was he type? Did I recognize that name? Oh, yeah. Okay. Seisha <laughs> just freezes and turns and looks at him with like big bug eyes. I turn and look over at Seisha, and I look back at Voss, and I'm like, was he talking to us? It's never clear who he's talking to. I can't tell. At any time. What? He was he's just really yelling. late on the timing. Really? Then please search him. I was, uh, uh. I'm walking that way to search the corpse. Okay. Okay. 
since I'm the only one over here. <laughs> I was gonna join you, but you took care of it, so. I really don't like people who A, talk like that, or B, um, talk like that. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, looking over the body, uh, without even having to make an investigation check, because it's a warlock, you know, does not have a book. Yeah. Um, you do find a like half staff, like quarter staff style that seems to be made of bones and other things like yeah. that. Uh, and then there's yeah. this like decrepit made, handmade, very shitty looking crown. Yeah. It, it, you guess that this like bone rod would, is most likely his spellcasting focus. Um, we're not going to gloss over the fact that you just said bone rod, first of all. And second of all, I'm taking it. <laughs> bone rod. Crazy. <laughs> too late. It's too late. I expect this sort of shit from me. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the crown looks to be like a headband that wraps around, but not fully. There's a split in the center that goes up into two points. Don't oh. put that on. I'm holding it. And I'm like... I'm not going to. Yeah, you what might come it? out as a vague jerk as well. No, no, he mentioned the name of one of the items that's needed. Did he? Yes. Which one? Uh, oh. oh, he was easy for you to say. That's. I, I really don't want to scream this across a river. I'm coming um, back. It's fine. Okay. I walk over to the edge of the water and like, I take a couple steps back and I take a running start at the water, jump five feet over the, like just as far as I can over the river and then misty step across it so I don't okay, go into nice. the water again. No problem. I don't even need to get up there. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, well, whatever, I'm used to it. <laughs> uh, yeah, you jump and uh, right as your feet are about to touch the water, you misty step and then reappear on the other side. I have uh, these. While you were over there, did he explain what what we did? Why he was angry with what? Did, what was the deal? Did he explain anything about what that? Because that's gonna be. I'm, I'm gonna lose sleep tonight thinking about what that guy did. Why was he? What was the deal? He said he was one of the chosen, mm -hmm. and mentioned one of the items that the doctor was searching for when he was saying he was the chosen of. Think of. Think of all the creepy things we fought up to this point. Yeah. And, and line them all up against the wall, right? And then throw that guy into the lineup. Would you choose him? Would you choose that guy? I would not choose that guy. Harold, regardless of whether you would choose him or not, he knew a lot of things that he shouldn't have known. Maybe he read them on a bathroom wall in hell. We don't know. He's a pretty well, knowledgeable henchman. Yeah. I mean, what he was doing with those bodies was kind wasn't of small. Yeah. And at this point, I'll uh, reiterate uh, exactly. You want me to identify those? Yes, I, I unprepared it. I will identify both items. And I'll uh, reiterate everything I learned from my history role. I can't quite remember the exact wording of some of the names and places, but he works for a very bad guy who apparently has an army of liches. And best part um there's only two people ever to have like been to his home and visit him and one of them is manchu 
he's a, he's a recluse. He has a lot of people at his house. Manchun. Only yeah, two uh, have survived or have returned. <clears throat> known to have returned. Known to have returned. So, Maybe right. it's a good, fun house. People are hanging out at it. Didn't want to leave. Okay, um, he actually looked a little creepier than he sounded. I'll give. I'll, so yeah. go ahead, Sage. Go ahead and mark off two spell slots, and yep, they are mundane items. The <laughs> rod is a spellcasting focus for a warlock, and that okay. is it. Uh, but it has no boons. Nope. Uh, oh, I would have told her not to identify the staff. I thought she was just talking about the crown. Oh. Either, yeah. either or, however, if, okay. if yeah, I would have said the crown. This is merely a big wand for him. Oh. This is, it is. There's no magical properties about it. Right. It looks handmade, kind of like self-importance. Yep. I like it. All right. Well, they're not magical, but that was really weird that he would know that that word. I I don't know if it's a word or a name because it comes up as the blood of A. Hmm. But still, it's strange. Harold, I'm sorry. I'm still too busy thinking about fire. What were you saying? You're muted. I was saying maybe we shouldn't talk about names like that that we don't know the origins of. What? What oh, if it was, if it, oh, yeah, yeah, okay. That's why I didn't say uh, the the man's name that he said, SK. I mean, literally you could pick any of your baddies and you choose that guy. He's chosen. That guy gets chosen. Uh, gets, I don't for think what? So. Maybe he to die. maybe he was an excellent scholar. An excellent scholar? No. He looked at us for like two seconds and was like, I guess I'm fighting these guys. And then he wouldn't make it clear who he was yelling at. He was just kind of yelling at the he just yelled everywhere he went. He was always yelling. Wisdom you know, and intelligence are two different things. That's fair. Death death knights are undead, right? Uh death locks. And Del yes. Yeah, okay. Uh well, I can't ask. So we just have to. I mean, well, I mean, even if we were to speak to him, he'd just be like, "Oh, you big nickum poops! How dare you ever speak to me?" Maybe, but he seems like the kind of guy that, if we had actually talked to him, he would have just monologued his entire evil plan. And maybe that's fair. I can, in that exact same voice, I can imagine. And now here's my terribly diabolical plan in full detail. Pretty much, yeah. I don't feel like he would have told us that. Yeah. Was there still a body left on the ground? Uh. If it helps, Orkira was going. You got five minutes. I'm gonna go grab that body, and I'm gonna just burn everything, which is what I should have done the first time. But we thought that uh, Morrowind is gonna take care of everything. I well, send... we could just send her ascending and let her know. Right. Again. I can do it. Well, this is for the first time. I mean, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and yes, there's a body left behind. I mean, <clears throat> I could handle the disposal of the corpse. I'm just putting that out there, and he would not talk. Well, he won't. He won't talk now because I can't do that with undead. But yeah, I was just gonna burn everything. But you know, I was going to. Use I think this sending is a good idea for closure purposes, and I think that after that we should just keep moving down this river because I am done with this river, or at least this portion of the river. Yeah, this one spot is really populated. It attracts a lot of jerks. Let me just say, the, the jerks are swarming around this portion of the river, and they are all like taking turns, being like, is you, you run out the river this week, or is it my turn? How many hours do you have it? But this time, we're not going back. We're going forward. 
and I will yeah. cast sending. Oh, you don't have to. Uh, <laughs> it's it's not that I can't or that I don't want to. It's more like, like Orkira has a hard time reconciling. Like I did this the first time, even though like she intellectually knows yeah. that was not actually Morrowind. Uh, but yeah, I'll I'll do it again or for the first time I will do it. <laughs> Uh, sending. All right, I will cast sending to the real Morwen Daggerford. <laughs> Wait a Hi, minute. it's Arkira. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. Really quick, out of game. That's a question because we cast sending to Morwen Daggerford, but it, it is. It is. It is literally who you recognize. You have to be familiar okay. with him. Okay. So I, I, I wasn't sure what the mechanic was there was, too. so I was curious. Okay, no. thank you. You can. Because you someone. Can, yeah, you can Someone do some can figuring out. Yeah, you can do some figuring out of stuff. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, she would have at the time only known the succubus. So, yep. yep. Hi, it's Arkira. Dead bodies. There was a problem with a bunch of bodies damming up the river. What direction are we from, Daggerford? You're north? No, you are heading. East. 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 We fixed the problem again. Want to come get the bodies? Thanks. One word left, but that's okay. Oh, I thought that was the thanks. Okay. okay. Uh, but no, um, there's a little bit of time and there's confusion you hear uh, just from your insight. Uh, mm -hmm. from the way she's... Thank you for solving another problem. I'm unsure as to what bodies you're referring to, mm -hmm. but my god will take care of it. Don't know. I, I let her know. She's confused, but that kind of makes sense. Mm -hmm. um, the people in town and the guards know what we did so i think people will give her the details perfect um so was that a no to me taking the body i'm sorry seisha i can't hear you so i'm going to do it still can't hear you i would prefer not that you don't take that body oh. because uh, a couple bad memories are associated with a creature that's like that yeah like six years of bad memories yeah I mean, I wasn't going to get into specifics, but yeah. Then he shall rot in the sun. All right, let's keep moving. Who was he yelling at? We'll never and know. I while think she's yelling walking, at anyone who would listen. While she's walking, she's going to cast Mending on the, the shittily made crown to fix all the holes in it and make it really nice looking. Okay. <laughs> all of the dings and you know the the handmade hammer marks and stuff like that into Absolutely. the uh just the bent and polished like now polished steel hmm. gorgeous and she puts it in her bag <laughs> now that we're especially getting into territory that is less known and and also um feeling a little bit bad that you didn't think about this beforehand or will start on a regular basis popping up into the sky and doing a couple of circles to keep a lookout for stuff. Okay. Um, and you have go ahead Savard. and make a perception check. Sure. Uh, with advantage as uh, Savard is helping you. I love it. And oh. we love you. Aww. <laughs> wow. I rolled a two and a two. 
Uh, 15, it's a 14. Because I still have a negative one. That's still enough. As you kind of go up and kind of go, you can kind of see off into the distance, the river winds up ahead. Um, they're about three to four miles ahead of you. Um, you can see that there's a small, like, farming hamlet up ahead uh, that kind of sits just before a very small, like, wooded area. Um, you can see uh, past that there's a couple other smaller hamlets, and then you can see just kind of on the horizon uh, a mountain peak. Do I at least have a sense of we have a, the rest of the day's travel where might be a good place to stop for the night? Uh, you can have lunch at the first hamlet, and you could uh, make a night stay probably at the next hamlet, which is... Uh... about uh, somewhere between 10 and 12 miles away. Okay. I'll come back down and relay all that. And it looks like there's, like from from your vantage point, you could see that there like is at least like a residence on on the other side of the uh, river and then another small like hamlet opposite to that further up the, the second stop, like about 10 miles, 10 to 12 miles out. Okay. They probably won't have like an inn or anything, well, but it's always good to stay near a bunch of other houses and things. So if they'll just let us, you know, camp on the property, that'd be nice. Yeah. <laughs> Noticing how depressed everybody looks at the idea of camping, or here will be like, on the positive side, uh, we won't have to worry about the water. That is a positive. That is a positive. Question for the group. <laughs> The Open Lord, particularly for Seisha, the Open Lord tasked us with some sort of mission to find some mist master? Did she not? Oh, yeah. Oh, that guy, right. That months ago. We still can't hear you, Seisha. I was not kidding before. No, can't hear you. My mic was off. <laughs> <laughs> Seisha, did you say something? I, Katie does not remember anything about that. I asked, I'm I asking you, Keen Mind. I remember nothing. Yeah, I know. Keen That's mind. why I'm letting the DMs we, know. Keen Mind. You were tasked to find the Mistmaster who has the secrets to unlocking re- the return of Kelvin Blackstaff. Or should. Or should have the secrets to return Kelvin Blackstaff to the Prime They're material. supposed to have the secrets of bringing back Kelvin Blackstaff. Did we have a vague idea of where he was? You were told explicitly that it is extremely hard to find because he lives within the Citadel of Mists somewhere in the High Forest and is nearly impossible to find, but is imperative because Mistmaster was there when they did the Mythal to raise the town from the, the uh, one of the moors, and that's when uh, Kelvin died. Yep. Okay. Right. I remember that. I look on the map, where is the High Forest? It's like immediately to our left, I believe. Uh, the High Forest is where you're going. The Star Mounts are within the High Forest. It is probably the largest forest on Faerun. I look to Okira and I say, I don't suppose you've heard of this person, have you? Uh, she no. probably hasn't, but yeah. <laughs> uh, don't no, that, that, Okira would not have heard of this person. I didn't think so. Um, no, that doesn't sound familiar, but I've only been on this plane of existence for like a month and a half, so 
But I mean, if we can find out a little bit more information, I could probably locate them, maybe? I don't know. You could try asking maybe this people who live nearby. We are fairly close. Yeah. I really hope that wasn't a local accent we heard earlier. <laughs> oh, you mean the 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 guy? Yeah. Yes. You think everyone in this area sounds like that? Why but, would you don't don't say those things out loud? He was running this way when he was running Fate away. Might hear you. I mean, no one in Daggerford sounded like that, so should be fine, right? Right. Let's just hope. That's what I live my life on. This doesn't look like a necropolis, so we should be good. Yeah, and Whatever just so the case. you know, uh, on the map, you're about a hundred, like from where you are currently, it's about 175 miles to the entrance of the high forest. That's we as the crow flies. Like as yeah. the crow flies straight and we've got a ways to go. The high forest itself at its longest stretch is almost 400 miles long. Oh my God. Well, in any case, I agree with Okira's plan. I have a plan? Wait, what? The hamlet. Go to the oh. hamlet. Yeah. And have lunch. Lunch is always a good plan. Yeah. I mean, we don't even really have to stop. We have a bag of bounty. It's less about the stopping for food and more about the stopping to relax and stretch. Right. Um, I know you haven't done a lot of this kind of walking, but you're going to need to want to stop and take a rest. And oh, stretch. I already want to stop. Yeah, yeah. That's really important if we want to go more than one day. That's true. Well, we should continue walking faster. D and we will head towards that first hamlet, I suppose. Yeah. Yep. Oh no, we're going to run into a lot of elves. Ooh. I didn't say that out loud. As as we're walking, every once in a while, Orkira just takes to the air just to catch up with everybody because her walking speed is only 25 feet. So every oh. once in a while, as, as we're all walking, she's like, I'm going to take, that's usually when she's like, I'm going to take a look. And then she'll fly up and then like land at the front of the group. <laughs> and then slowly over the next couple of minutes, she just ends up at the back of the group again <laughs> and then flies back up. <laughs> and that's how I'm keeping an eye on everything. As we get farther away from everything and after we've stretched a bit, I think it's time we begin exploring what we talked about earlier. Mm. Yeah, maybe after lunch. Are we all fine lunch? with this? After lunch. After lunch. Yeah, away from the hamlet. Yes. Yeah. Mercury, you saw there's a stretch of, of woods between from like that hamlet to the next. So it goes from less open fields to more of a, a you're, you're walking through a small a tiny woods like not a forest but like maybe like, a couple miles long woods like georgia okay. woods like, yeah they appear randomly and disappear just as fast <laughs> <laughs> pretty much a ruse story all right um, we all keep right. going okay yeah. About five miles stretch is widest yeah um so you Make your way up and come across a small farming hamlet. You pass by a bunch of fields where these crops... Hard pause. Hard pause. Fluffy and Cujo are in the portable hole. Got it. As we approach this place. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Good call. Yep. Absolutely. 
uh, in these Ooh. fields, there there are no crops. Um, uh, but you see these small rolling hills, and you see a bunch of sheep and cattle. No. And as you get further and further in, you see uh, a wooden sign, and it looks to be you know not very well made, but still has that rustic aesthetic. And it says Stillwater. Stillwater. And uh, Arkira, I'd say with your passive perception as you make the one final thing, you can see that there is a shepherd out by the sheep and he's like scratching his head and you see him like counting and he scratches his head. He like looks around. Counting sheep? He counts again. Yeah, he's like counting the sheep. From my vantage point, do I see a missing sheep? Uh, you don't. Uh, do we want to let the locals know we're stopping for lunch? I think they'll figure it out when we walk in. I mean, probably, yeah, but it's always... I, sometimes it's good to let them know. I don't know. Who are we going to tell? Uh, the shepherd. child? Oh. <laughs> do we need to? Oh, that's just polite, right? I mean, especially if we're going to stop and eat. And also, maybe uh, we can ask them about stuff in this area. Mm-hmm. Dangerous to worry about. The uh, mist master. The mist guy? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Master of mists? Yeah. Sure, go for it. I'll be right here. Uh, I mean, are, are you following me? I was kind of suggesting. Uh, oh, that we all go? Or, or, and then, or Carol will just look over at Harold and be like, you know, we were always very good about traveling, and then you would do the talking, and I would not. I would go do the talking. I, I would I, appreciate that, yeah. No sweat. And I will uh, walk over towards the shepherd, I guess. I'll, I'll walk join Harold, and yeah. I'll but join I mean, on his uh, other side. Ooh, here we go. Or Kira, as you're making your rounds and um, you notice that the uh, shepherd looked up at you, mm. and then you flew back down. And then you, you start, as you're walking in, you start hearing a bell oh, just no. frantically ring coming from oh, the, like, few, like, four or five houses <laughs> and buildings that are around this hamlet. I will I'll raise my hand and I'm walking out to the shepherd who I, I assume started this call. And I'd be uh, like, I'm hey, gonna keep following you because hey he needs to know. <laughs> and, and you're like, there's a dragon, there's a- No, 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 no. It's dragonborn with- you, you know, I, I always thought they were bigger. They are. And, I'm not one. And then you look back, and he's like, I was kept. And you see him, like, look back to where the, the herd is and tilts his head and just kind of sinks down. Don't you say it. Don't you say that- it. No, I don't want to hear it. I'm telling you, I got teleporting, multiplying sheep. It doesn't exist. I'm sorry. Welcome to Stillwater Tavern. How, how can I help you? I look over slowly to Voss, and then I look back and I kind of cringe at the fact, knowing that I'm the guy that's got to do the talking here. And I'm like, ah, so good to meet you. Uh, My name's Harold. These are my friends. 
This is Bilronto and Orkira. And over there we have Vinley, V, and Seisha. Uh, we are passing through the area. We were just gonna stop by here, grab a bite to eat, maybe you know, stay somewhere, relax for the night. Well, maybe not the night, but we're just gonna relax for a little bit while we eat and then head out. Uh, and you start seeing like from the bell that was ringing a couple more farmers come out with you know pitchforks and and weapons of that and you know look like uh, uh sides and hoes and sickles and things you like can tell that. the gentleman only wearing overalls over there that he doesn't need to bring that rolling pin everything's okay and and as soon as they all kind of like gather up they all stop and their heads kind of they look around what's attacking Nothing. Uh, I think there is a miscommunication. Uh, the proprietor sp- <laughs> speaks up and goes, well, I'm Edgar, and uh, welcome to Stillwater. And yeah. uh, everybody calm down, false alarm. Um, Theodore over here is talking about his multiplying, disappearing sheep I'm again. telling you, there was... I, I, this morning I had 10, then just a few minutes ago I had seven, and now there's 12 out there. How many oh. are you supposed to have? Ted, go go mind your sheep. I'm su- insight? I, is he I know math is hard. <laughs> you Here can roll insight, yeah. yeah. We're in Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> That's a 23. 23? Um, both of them are 100% genuinely honest. If you don't mind, I'm going to join you out in the field and count your sheep with you. Please do. Then you'll see that I am correct. (laughs) Harold looks over at the guy and looks over at Sasha like, are you really going to waste your time? But then decides, you know what? If anybody's gonna get the bottom of the sheep problem, and he's she just reaches gonna... into the bag of bounty and pulls out a meal as she's walking with him. Uh, <laughs> pull out a meal? Yeah, just like like finger foods. Okay, okay. She pulls out like a tray that's got like a bunch of finger foods on it, and she'll offer him some. Okay. Despite the fact that my <laughs> colleague was stashing a, a a plate of chicken tenders in her pocket, um, <laughs> we were hoping we could maybe be stop somewhere grab a bite to eat edgar if you knew some good place we could do that well um we have how what time of day is it and i think mrs got stockpot stew on the on the boil right now stockpot stew sounds fantastic Stock yeah you pots. just missed the uh cheese omelet with lamb sausage mm. wait mm. could she make extra for all of us <laughs> <laughs> It's it's lunchtime, so we got the stockpot stew. So no, I meant I meant the stockpot stew. Oh, of course, it's gonna be uh, four. Yes. What's in the stockpot stew? Um, got a couple of vegetables, some uh, broth made from the bone marrow, uh, left over from the lamb. Um, and, you know, yeah, there's like a lamb chunks in it. Well, that sounds great. You should probably, for future notice, I wouldn't. Um, describe as something to ingest as chunks. Just Harold kind of grins. Anyway, so where is it that we would be having this stockpot stew? Because it sounds delightful. It points behind him and there's a building has a little little hanging sign that says 
Stillwater Tavern and Inn. Thank oh, you. I was wrong. Oh, okay. Thank you so I mean, it's, much. It's dinky. It's maybe small. two bedroom in, if no. that. <laughs> yeah. In. Probably, probably one and a half bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> I will uh, look over at Seisha, who is now standing in a field of sheep, counting, and be like, are you good? Uh, and you, you're over there, and he's like, now see? Well, now there's 15! Yeah, there's 15, all right. How often do they fluctuate in numbers? Yeah, at least six times a day. <laughs> I'm gonna, well, all right, you guys, y'all have a great time. We're gonna be stockpot stews calling our names. Edgar, thanks so much. If we need anything, can we can we find you around? Yeah, I'm gonna be inside. I just came out to see what the, all the hubbub was about. Got and, it. Um, I was gonna have to wallop, you know. A something. dragon. A dragon. You were going to try and wallop a dragon, potentially. Okay, well, <laughs> you know what, Vinley? Uh, you, we... know, I, I, you know, I used to be the strongest one in this town. But, you know, big deal. <laughs> and he looks over at the Goliath. Now I'm obviously the second strongest. <laughs> 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 she works hard on that physique right uh, harold will uh head towards the tavern and while i'm on the way before i forget i will lean over to voss and be like by the way mr ronto and i will hand you back the money that you gave mother uh we found this by the way thank you very much appreciated yeah vinley uncovered it uh, we've just been holding on to it an unfortunate mistake of character won't happen again. Hey, man, I'm not here to judge. You did well with your suspicion in actuality. Your instincts were right on the money. I feel like we know each other pretty well. I feel like uh, I sense when things are changing. I just thought you were going through a personal crisis. So I was letting it happen. As you do. Let's, uh, let's get some stockpot stew and figure out what we're gonna do with the rest of this traveling. How much my I money was that? Uh, that was- 34 gold, I think. Yeah, 230 something. I don't remember. Oh, before I completely go inside, uh, I'll lean back out and yell out to Seisha. Uh, you need, you want any help? Good. Okay. That's Where was she stashing those? I probably shouldn't be outside. That was my bad. I'll go inside with everybody uh people are like you know pointing in like 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 in awe what not like not like you know what's going on here yeah, yeah it's like more like a whoa dragonborn with wigs and a tail yeah i'm used to that i'll, I'll lean over to harold and say yeah, well i don't know what's better being mistaken for a dragon or being mistaken for a draconian uh uh, Both cases, they wanted to wallop me, but I kind of forgot about that. Yeah. It's, it's, it tends to be a lot of people trying to wallop you for some reason. I don't understand. That's why you do all the talking. Uh, what can I say? It's, it's as if I've trained my whole life for it. Uh, and as you enter, there's a like maybe like three table tavern and a bar, and there's like a chalkboard with special of the day, and currently, you know, stockpot stew is written on it, and then there is uh, four drink options. Uh, there is milk, there is table wine, old one-eye ale, and knee cracker cider. 
Wait, wait, there's got, they got some Manischewitz? What's going on here? <laughs> Cider! <laughs> yeah, Manischewitz ain't bad. Uh, it ain't, the, no. Yeah, the prices are, for the milk, it's two copper. For the table wine, it's six copper. For old one-eye ale, it's three copper. And for the knee cracker cider, it's one copper. Oh, we're about to blow these people's minds. <laughs> but we don't carry copper, so we're just going to pay you in platinum. He <laughs> <laughs> goes, what's copper? Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, uh, I, Harold will... Harold, just the name is driving him crazy. He's got to try knee cracker cider. I've got to try knee cracker cider, but I refuse to pay anything less than one gold for a title like that. <laughs> <laughs> I, as much as uh, I out of play want the knee cracker, I have to go with the table wine because you do because you're Ben. Lloyd. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Are you all paying in gold? One of each. Let's go. I don't uh, think I no. have. I have nothing but gold. I do. Uh, I got copper to pay my I'm people. Gonna make, I'm gonna make a Constitution saving throw. For <laughs> okay, okay, that's a 14 on the die. He does not have a heart attack. Oh, don't worry, I'm a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> as, I don't want to do a resurrection like, in this town. Please no. <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> All this. You, you, um. Whatever you want. <laughs> Uh, I will get the stockpot stew, and I will get a knee cracker cider. Hell, one of these could get you anything <laughs> you want. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, stockpot stew. It's you know, it's a it's a stew. It's salty. It's meaty. It's got some vegetables. It's not terrible. Not the best. Yeah. Not the worst. Uh, the table wine is definitely a berry wine and highly intoxicating. Oh my. Oh no. Uh, yes, it is, it's but it, it's bad. Like for Vinley, it's bad. It's probably <laughs> the most watered down wine you've ever had. Uh, the knee cracker cider, it's cheap, gritty, and inconsistent in flavor. Every time you take a sip, it tastes a little bit different. It's like that Mountain Dew. So <laughs> it's, it's one of those. Mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yep. uh, did anybody get the old one eye? No, but I got milk. Okay. I will order, I will so order. The milk I is get, delicious. So the v milk is orders, fresh. V, v orders what? One of everything. Okay. All right. The milk is some of the freshest and like most, I would say luxurious velvety milk. It's just. Oh, don't. Creamy. I, you can get it warm or chill. Well, uh, after, after my bad experience with the cider, I think I'll take some of that milk, seeing how delicious and then, it is. The old one-eyed ale for V, it is very red in color, like Mountain Dew red kind of color. Oh, and that's, that code red stuff? Oh. Yep, yep. Oh. Uh, you know what this, is the the one, this is the what now? The old one-eyed ale. The old one-eyed ale. That one-eyed ale, all right. And it, it, it burns a little bit on the way down. It's hard to tell if it's because of Spice or because of alcohol content? It's just rubbing alcohol. I yeah. mean, the answer is yes. I mean, but... I'm not confident this is ale. If you want to sell me liquor, that's fine. Just tell me what it is. It's moonshine. <laughs> <laughs> v has adopted the colloquialisms. 
I peg your accents real quick. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, we're getting closer and closer to where you your ancestors grew up, so it makes sense. I am going to on my my tray of chicken nuggies. Um, I am <laughs> going to walk out and I'm going to take the sauce. Okay. And I'm going to use sauce and mark each of the sheep. Okay. So that right. if the sheep um, suddenly there are more, I need you to make a perception check. Okay. This is about to be a really sad moment, I think. This is. I'm already sad expecting wow. it. 15. Uh, okay. Um, you go and you start like marking and there's only seven sheep here. Oh. Divine sense. I know it's <laughs> weird, but I can, that's a lot of different stuff. Okay. No. Okay. No, nothing of no. Well, now there's seven. There's no other sheep around. And you look around. There's, there's nothing. Okay. Well, we've marked the seven. So we'll know if any of them disappear. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna cry. Okay. Yep. Would you like a chicken nuggie? <laughs> he just, you see him saying like Theodore's like. Right? That is good. Where did you? That's warm. Oh, is that pocket nug? I love pocket nuggies. I know, right? Pocket nuggies. Pocket, pocket nuggies are the best nuggies. This would be the second time today. Phrasing. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with pocket nuggies? Nothing. Absolutely nothing's wrong. We'll with tell you nuggies. when you're older. Please continue. <laughs> it's the perfect way to describe exactly what's coming out of that bag. How long has this been going on? Like. A week. Wait it's a just, nobody believes me. You see, you believe me. You've seen, you, we got evidence now. I'm going to take a little walk. If I disappear, shout, okay? Uh, oh, okay. All right. And I'm going to start walking around the field, thinking that okay. maybe there's some sort of invisible barrier or something that they're passing okay. through. Right. You, you go and you keep walking. And as you continue to walk, you are going and then you're like passive hit here's more bleeding than there should be and as you turn around behind theodore is eight more sheep unmarked oh what face's <laughs> reaction is exactly mine okay Hey, I'm we're just gonna watch. I am not gonna take my eyes off this field of sheep, and I am okay. just going to watch. Okay. All right. How I long? Am, are you I am invested in the sheep. Yeah. Yeah. How, how, how long are you? How long are you? You watching? I'm gonna sit there. I've, I'm eating my lunch. I'm gonna wait for everybody else to come back out. You have I, to keep from I'm blinking. Stay out there the whole damn time, and okay. and I'm blinking as little as possible. Okay. All right. B. Oh, sorry. B. Um, Observant. Be, be observant. <laughs> okay, and so back in the tavern, Edgar brings you out all your food. He actually brings out um, a larger bowl for uh, V. Um, I figured you might need a little bit more um, due to your stature. Uh, well, that's uh, mighty presumptuous of you, but you know what? I'll accept. <laughs> 
Harold slowly looks over at me. And then he turns to look at Voss to see his take on this. Harold just nods and nods over to B like, yeah, I approve of this. He leans <laughs> over to Harold and goes, I'm having so much fun with their accent. Oh I'm, my God. You go go crazy. It's so fun. I, I see your little medallion, you from Daggerford? Uh, we... <gasps> no. <laughs> we were just <laughs> <laughs> we were just, I'm sorry, Harold. Harold seems absolutely flabbergasted. Well, I know we uh, help him out with the water problem. They gave us his nifty medals, and I just thought it was so flashy I had to wear it. Not a problem. River's fine. Oh no, their river. Yeah, it's the same river. No, I know. Down, down, the down the stream, they have a bunch of dead bodies. Had. Um, They're gone now. You know that's what? the problem we fixed. And that's why maybe, we have these flashy metals. Maybe, maybe there's a correlation with uh, Ted's sheep and then dead bodies. Well, uh, are they dead? Multiple sheep? So, what's the deal with the sheep? Now, what's the deal with the sheep? Look, Ted comes in at least three times a day, you know, breakfast, lunch, dinner, and he has mm -hmm. a different number and goes on about his sheep disappearing, reappearing, multiplying. You know, it, he... Uh, yes, your hand is raised very awkwardly. I, I, I agree. Can Ted count? I question sometimes. <laughs> I have seen him count. To what but number? Have you gone out and counted them? I know you're probably too busy, but I was just asking, have you ever had an opportunity to go out there yourself and be like, okay, there's this many? He's got a big property. I'm not going to walk around his entire property if one of them sheep have wandered beyond my vision. If a, if a, totally if a sheep, look, if there's a hill, right? Which there is. Look out that window. There's I see this. I see the okay. hill. Yeah. You, you see, uh, how, let's count them. I see about six sheep right now. Come five minutes. If other sheep come over the hill from the other side or these sheep go to the other side, that would seem like some disappear, right? So I got no time for that kind of thing. Ted must be pretty insistent, huh? Because you are direly passionate about this subject. <laughs> <laughs> We don't get much action around here. That's fair. So, uh, that's fair. Not a lot going on. I understand. Well, okay. Well, our, our friend out there, Sasha, eyes of a hawk, this lady will see anything. And as long as Rakira's sitting near a window, she'll probably see anything too. We'll keep an eye out. We'll figure out what's going on with this sheep issue. Have you Am ever I heard of- to be watching the sheep? I'm sorry. I'm just drinking milk. No, drink the milk. The milk's amazing. Mm. What were you saying, Voss? Have you ever heard of something called the Mistmaster? The what? No, not that I can. Not that I can. I look dead at Biomeliana as we were just having this conversation not five minutes before we walked into this place. <laughs> the Mistmaster! <laughs> yes, the Mistmaster! How could I forget? When, when well, you said uh, the word stew. I was about to say. Uh, you do have all four of our, um, well, three of the intoxicating elements. By the way, that cider, that knee, um, cracker. What is in that? 
Uh, a little bit of apple, a little bit of bark, you know, for flavor. Bark? Bark. Harold slowly slides his away from himself no, a little bit. What's that for? Is the barrel made of the bark? Uh, no, I mean, you do know that cinnamon is, is a bark. That's not what's in it, but I'm just saying, if, if you eat cinnamon, you're eating bark, so. I don't eat cinnamon. Harold let's, lifts let's his cinnamon. drink and he's like, damn good milk. <laughs> it takes the drink. Wait, 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 wait. You mean like a cinnamon stick or just like the spice cinnamon? Because like a cinnamon stick, I would never bite into, but like. Yeah, the cinnamon stick. Oh. Yeah, no, I wouldn't bite into a cinnamon stick. It's just like garbage. Although we did do that one cinnamon challenge thing that was going around. Oh God, that was awful! I was so peer pressured in that. It, it, it didn't work out for you. It goes into your nose. Yeah, you breathe that in no matter how hard you try it's not to. Bad. And laughing is the worst possible reaction. I think my brain still has effects from it. Yeah. Now All I'm right, curious. Well, I'm, gonna leave you, I'm gonna leave you to it. If you need me, I'll be um, just over there. Thank you, Igor. <laughs> He's just yeah. left with like Edgar. one of each drink, like not knowing which one to go for. Harold um, turns to Vinley once Edgar walks away. He's like, you know, you make me being the face very difficult when you constantly insult the people that are helping us. I wasn't insulting anyone. What are you talking about? I'm rolling insight. What a lie. <laughs> but I'm not gonna know names. Like, would you roll? Oh, I don't know what to roll for this one. Wait. Let's do this one. <laughs> sure. Eh. Eight. <laughs> I rolled an eight. <laughs> we both rolled an eight. <laughs> you pick up the. Uh... Bentley legitimately has no idea. Bentley's like, what are you talking about? Yeah. I, I didn't even insult anybody. <laughs> like, just doesn't <laughs> understand the, the, like... the social. <laughs> She was asking legitimate questions here. Harold nods. He's like, well, just so you know, his name's Edgar. That's what I said. Not what you said at all. Edgar? Oh, it sounds different coming out of my mouth. No. It sounded like Igor when it came out of your mouth, which sounds very different from what you just said. I'm terrible with names. You didn't say Edgar. <laughs> I have to kind of notice. Vigos. Who's Edgar? The guy we were just talking, you're so focused on this See? accent. <laughs> Wait, Wait, has I anybody else noticed that we're almost through our stews and our paladin is still outside with the sheep? Do you uh, There's a lot of sheep to count, I guess. I honestly believe she's teaching Ted how to count. Well then, can we go out there to see? Because I just want to make sure that she didn't, she's not like trying to buy a sheep to take with us. Well, if we're going to do that, I got to down everything I bought. Oh, wow. Is this accent just sticking for the rest of the time we're here? I thought I specific, I, I really thought that was me without the accent. <laughs> maybe it was. Maybe I, maybe my brain just <laughs> It wasn't. It wasn't? No. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. This is. This is what oh happens when you're God. born and raised in the South. Sometimes it just comes out. Ah, I took oh classes God. for this. Okay. <laughs> okay. Once oh. Unless there's anything anybody else wants to do inside, Harold would lead everybody back outside to figure out where Seisha is. 
Yeah, I'll finish everything I have. The table. I will finish everything that I bought with my money. And I will give you my knee breaker cider because I ain't finishing that. So you. I will finish it. Do I have to do a constitution? I need a constitution saving throw. Yep. Yeah. Okay, we're about to see. I anticipated this, and if I fail it, I will let the accent fly free. Oh no. I think she wants to fit. Oh, that's 11. Yeah, you drunk. All right, let's go. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, my God. Harold will lead the crew back out and then stare oh, my God. intently at Seisha, who is looking like she's under some sort of spell in the middle of the field. And then as he gets closer, realizes... Oh no, this is worse than her under some kind of spell. This is Seisha with some sort of vendetta. <laughs> this is Seisha with some kind of goal. And he's gonna lean and be like, Seisha? Can't stop staring at the sheep, Harold. No, I think, I think, oh, why are you staring at the sheep? What'd they do, Seisha? Harold, the sheep have multiplied. Oh. Whoa. Can okay. I roll? Uh, <laughs> okay, good. I was afraid she wanted to buy one, and I was trying to figure out how to like have a pet sheep all the way into the mountains, because that's not going to end well. Yeah. I knew a guy who had a pet sheep. It was a weird blood sheep from hell. I've that's marked what? seven I original sheep with ran. chicken nuggy sauce. And so you you see, you actually watch just like, you, you all start approaching, and Theodore is like, now what in the hell? I look like an idiot because nothing's changed. Oh, it'll change. Why don't we all just look away and look back? Because that's what they want you to do. What is happening? Then, then did let's, you, did that, let's did that guy it. we fought earlier like do something to you? He I looked away fine. and the sheep number changed. Why don't you do something like take some of that sauce you have with your nuggets and like dab Look at them. I did them. mark them. The seven original sheep have been marked. The I really eight are additional that just what extra out of nowhere. There's 15 I, I, total. Oh. No, there was this many when we got here. And then it was down to seven. All right, let's everyone just close our eyes. Wait, everyone... one dad? What? What? It went down, number? No, it went up. Wait, you said it was- there, there started out with 15, then it went down to seven, then it went back up to 15. I've they had to have around. died. I guess they died. No, I don't think I walked around to make sure there wasn't some sort of spot that they were going to and becoming invisible behind something. And there wasn't. But there was 15 of us, and then there were seven of us. Dimension. Oh my god, an alternate dimension! These I don't think these be, are trans-dimensional sheep. They're being part of the whole drinking menu. There's got to be a simple explanation for it. There, well, there's just... a hill right over there. Wait a minute. Are there are there any other shepherds here in town? Yeah, I mean we're a we're a a, a, a sheep and cattle community. Like Do you guys got... mark your sheep? I mean we brand everything. Yep. Okay. I'm gonna. I'm, I'm gonna need one of you to check the brands on the sheep. I'll what do you do mean it. check the brands Dude. on the sheep? What what experience do we have with sheep? Brands uh, are very distinct. You'll recognize if there are different brands on the sheep. I'm not gonna lie to you guys, and I trust you guys, and I trust you guys to hold this information oh, no. secret. But this is the first time I've met sheep. 
Live, alive. I've met them dead. B, why are you talking like that? I told you she's been drinking. Like what? Oh, yeah, I think sounds I think normal it, to me. I think the <laughs> I think the um the bark beer got to me. They call that knee breaker cider, by the okay. way. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm gonna move next to Voss and very They're so quiet. fluffy. Can I go touch them? And she asks, "Can I go touch them?" They're so, they look so soft. They'll run away from you. They're sheep. Okay, well, I'll crouch real low and go really slow. I think this is a great idea. Right, if you do, I need an animal handling check. I will. I will. I hope you crit. While she does this, I'm going to move next to Voss. No, what? I, don't, I don't trust. I wrote, I've been rolling so bad on there. I'm going to just come and pick crystal or purple. Purple. Purple every time. All right. Every time. All right, animal handling is a plus one. Let's see how we do. Dirty 20. <laughs> We're taking the sheep with us. Absolutely. Sheep whisperer. Absolutely. What did you get? You, you, you watch as V gets down on all fours and crouches and just this, this massive form of a humanoid just slowly inches closer and, towards the sheep. And then you just wrap your arms around it and pick it up. Nah, you go, hi! <laughs> <laughs> she just starts with hi. <laughs> oh, it's me, your new friend. When, See, when you I, all told me that you could pet it, he didn't say you could lift it. We are one in the same Wait, now. Sisha, go check that one for a brand. I can't take my eyes off the herd. One of you go I'll check. go look, and I go closer, and I look at Ted and I'm like, where do you brand these things? Uh, inner thigh, back hind leg. I, I go and I like look, and as it kicks, you see Harold physically jump in terror because he's never been this close to a sheep before. And then eventually he, uh, he grabs both legs and holds them and like oh looks no. on the inside. Yeah, there's like, a brand there. It's a circle that goes up and there's a T in it. Is uh, Ted. Is there anybody else whose name starts with a D that runs a place? Nope, just me. He, okay. He, he then looks at you and goes, ah! <laughs> oh, no. Okay, I, I think we can put him down now. Oh, okay. Put him down. She very, she very gently puts him down and starts petting Did this him. one have off. honey mustard oh, on him? Bye. Bye, friend. Not a question I expected to ask today, but did this one have honey mustard on it? <laughs> I did not. Harold turns to look at Sasha, and it's clear whatever thing that is eating at her mind is now eating at his too. And he's like, that one didn't have sauce. I know. You marked the ones that were here with sauce. I did. You marked them with honey mustard? All of them. So delicious. Except for that what? one, not sriracha. That's a good name. that one. Sriracha. That's a good name for a sheep. Harold that realizes he's, take, he's taking his eyes off that sheep. Is it still there? It's still there. You know, when, when all of you said that you had never been out beyond Waterdeep or taken really long trips before, and we were going to go out into the wilds, this was not one of the things that I thought was going to happen, and I'm kind of here for it. What? But how could that one have been? I mean, you would have seen it if it just showed up. Think. We could just kill the sheep. 
There no, must hey, be. Hey, what? now, what? No. no, that's my livelihood. What? Who is this person? No, you, who, what? No. No, we have to understand we come at things from an adventure. <laughs> Here's the thing. There's clearly a portal. There's a sheep portal. Look, I think y'all have been helpful enough, and I thank you. But I think we can, I can hand, you know, you have, you have proven me right, and that's all I needed. I now have ammunition to take to the town to well, tell we them take, that- take a few more hours okay, here. Okay, you know, if we're wrapping fine. up, if we're wrapping up. I'll just ask the warden and it'll be fine. Everybody close your eyes on the count of three, okay? Okay. One, two, three. I look through Savard's eyes. I'm doing none of this. Yeah. I will close my <laughs> eyes. He holds your eyes so tight. All right. And as, how long, how as long you are we open them, to keep them closed? There's 15 sheep here. Nothing changes. Look at that. These eyes are still closed. They're, she has it hard to us. They to know we're them onto yet. them. I don't understand. I really they wish know. we had someone who could just talk to the sheep with us. This would make no. it so much easier. All right, let's. Wait a minute. Saisha sits down and pulls out a set of bone dice. Oh no. What if we take one of the sheep and see how it does on its own? I'd, I'd prefer you not these are, these are his sheep. They're not I like... know they're... Well, what if I pay you for a sheep? How much for one sheep? V. V, If you buy a sheep, I'm going sheep? to kill it. Well... No! Yes, Why would if she buys that? a sheep, I'm going to kill it, and we're going no, to eat it. No, you're not! I am. Would... If she buys one right now, I will kill it. Don't That's do that. Cruel. Why would you do that? I'll sue you. I'll sue you. It's better I kill it than a vampire uh, no, or a dragon. No, it won't answer what I wanted to answer. Never mind. We're about it for experiment reasons, not for you to kill it. We're trying to see if it'll duplicate outside of the herd. Oh, so you're okay with animal testing? Well, I'm not. I mean, and the testing is the animal and we, not we, a product. We, we cannot take this sheep with us into the mountains. Well, I could. No, the. Sell it back. No. <laughs> Look, these are my prize sheeps, and I know y'all adventure type, but these are pricey, and I don't know if you can afford how much. How many sheep are there? There's 15 sheep. Don't. There was seven when we got here. How many? No, there were 15. Then when I came out here, there were seven, and then it's back up to 15 now. So there must be 15, and a few of them just like the hat. How, how many are you supposed think, to have? Well, there well, are seven and a few that like to hide. Well, everybody's hide, awkward hide. and talking. Can I can I roll investigation? It just it's literally just Harold trying to put together what's happening here. Okay, yeah, go ahead and. Oh, is that all it takes? I don't know. I'm just asking. Uh, Thirteen. Wait. The mystery I mean, of the it's... sheep's confounds me. It, what if I buy a sheep and then I donate it back? Or not work. buying a sheep, V. I could do it I mean, on my own. The only... And I'll just donate the sheep back. Listen to what Ted has to say. What are you saying, Ted? I'm just saying, if you're going to buy one of my sheep, it's going to cost you five gold. I know that's a lot. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, wanna, guys, see, this is way outside of our realm, all right? We don't need to be spending that kind of money while we're here. I've been saving up for something special, Harold. Hey, Ted. Seisha, fix her. Seisha, fix her now. <laughs> Five points of lay on hands to sober. And you are no longer intoxicated. Wait, was I about to buy a sheep? Yeah. Uh, Ted, <laughs> how, many, how many sheep are you supposed to have? Like, what's your normal? 
I got 15 in this herd. Okay. Normally. But no more and no less. No more, no less. I would like how to go. Wait, how many herds do you have? I mean, I got three herds total. Where are the other two herds? My other kind of points over in a different pasture and then another one in a different pasture. I'm going to take a flight up and uh, see if I can see commingling of pastures. <laughs> Nobody wants to give up I need you to make sheep. a perception check. <laughs> sure. This is our new goal. Who's got to know what's happening with these damn sheep? That's a 24. 24? There's a damn hole in the fence. There's... There's a wild man shoon out in the woods making It's almost a red wool! It's red wool! Uh, you go and you kind of just look over and you can see the, just a bit of the, like, herds. There's nothing that stands out. There's no, like, weird things. It's just, they're three herds of sheep. Well, I'm just looking to see, is there, like, sheep walking from one herd to another? No, they, they're clumped together in, okay. in what, like, like sheep herds are. Uh, you can see there's a sheep dog, like, kind of corralling them. I guess we'll... Just because I haven't done it, I'd like to investigate the area. Okay. Investigate the area. We're dying to know about the sheep. That's a dirty 20. <laughs> we, can, dirty 20? we can get into the fucking... <laughs> you look around, and I mean, there's nothing that really stands out. Like, there's a bunch of disturbed grass and other stuff, but I mean, it's a sheep herd. It's a pasture. We can get the pieces of the stone and go, Lord, go down underwater deep and get the treasure, but we can't figure out these goddamn sheep. (laughs) (laughs) Sheep is the great nemesis of the beast. I tell you, Harold's like, okay, Seisha, we just have to tell ourselves that we're going to come back on the way back. Okay. And then we will. But you realize this is going to be with me for this entire. Oh, I know. Trust me. This is going to be bothering me for the rest of my last moments. Will be thinking about these sheep if we don't figure this out at some point. Just, I just wish Penelope was here because then we could just ask her to speak to the sheep. I know. Where's right? That'd be awesome. Okay, maybe on the way back. Maybe we'll we'll know a druid or someone who could do that. Mm, Get a potion. (laughs) Are there any druids in this town? No, but there's the warden. You can talk little up the ways of the river, little upstream. There's, they live uh, just on the opposite side, just next uh-huh. to uh, the warden's wood. Okay, okay. The, who is this warden? Uh, they look over, uh, you know, look after us here or there, just kind of keep us safe. Let's check it out on the way. Hmm. Hmm. No, that wouldn't work. Never mind. Do I know of like an Use organization? Use knowledge of the ages to speak sheep. No. no you cannot. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Can I drink more alcohol and just go at them for a very long time? <laughs> I know uh, who's done that in real life. It doesn't work. Mainly, mm. without rolling. Okay. Uh, no, you don't know of an organization, especially in this area, that. Does this? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Let's go. I can't take this anymore. Let's go. Let's go. We will handle. This is is going to haunt my dreams. Yeah. If I dream about this tonight, I'm blaming everyone here. I I hope you do. I hope you have a dream about this and not. We all dream ourselves floating before the sheep gods. 
If I have a single dream about these sheep, I might kill them all. What the frick? What the frick well, is going then, on with the freaking sheep? They're, they're obviously sad. evil. This is why it's going to be there's going to be good for us to be miles away from here because then when Vinley tries to kill them all we'll be miles away and she won't yeah. want to make Did the walk. Did you guys get your lunch? curse someone's sheep. Did you guys get your lunch? Yeah, it was yeah, pretty good. Yeah, they gave me extra right. because I'm a large woman. It was extra, okay. The milk was excellent. Yeah, the milk, milk was great. excellent. As a matter of fact, Harold will claw a bottle that he got for Sasha. I've never had milk. Thank you, Harold. That was velvety. But it was. It was velvety. Fre it was probably super fresh. Yeah, that's what I'm I saying. It was I guess sheep's you had to milk. Have it. Maybe. Yeah, keep drinking. It's amazing. This is a cattle and sheep farm. Yeah, I think oh, we saw both. Right? Wow, oh, she girl. Just, uh, okay, well, that, uh, wow, a record time. That one lasted five seconds. Oh, I should not have chugged that milk. Do they have <laughs> goats here? Looks oh. at the sun in the sky. It's like, yeah, milk was a bad choice. <laughs> Do they have other like cattle-like animals here? Livestock. Oh, we livestock have to is leave. definitely the word I was looking for. There's uh, mainly sheep and cattle. There's very, very few other like you know some chickens for eggs, obviously that they need. Uh, some goats, uh, things like that. But the dominant fields are taken over by sheep and cattle. Got it, got it, I got can't got take it. this anymore. I can't. So do you have this issue with any other livestock? No. Oh, oh here we, on town? Oh, sorry. I thought we were with the guys. The sheep guys. Are you still? I thought you guys had left. My oh, yeah, I thought we were walking I'm and walking talking away. Nah, y'all are right. I, I just sort of, for some reason, thought they were with us. Yeah, uh, I, right. I figured we were... We were heading out that we've given up on the sheep. We're just going to see them haunted in our dreams and we, we should go. But I mean, Orkira's just bemused by the whole thing and it, it will watch whatever you're doing. I need to get is... away from these sheep. Okay. Yeah. I, 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 I don't understand. You know what? And I will put my hand on her shoulder kind of in the same way we did this morning and with the same amount of seriousness. Not everything needs to make sense. Okay. We'll walk away from the sheep. It's okay. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, we're gonna go. leave the damn sheep. Okay. All right. <laughs> and you guys are gonna answer after this game what the deal with the sheep was. No, no you're not, because we're on the way back, on the way back, we'll try it again. All right. So. As you make your way out of the Stillwater Hamlet, uh, the later half of the day, you start passing um, a small, you know, gathering of wood to the north. Um, all of the trees here look to be darker in color, almost black. Not burnt, but just black. But, um... And I'll continue to do what we were doing on the way here every once in a while, popping up, taking a look around, looking for danger. Yeah. You know that there's another hamlet just on the other side of these woods. So if there was a place to be away from people, this would be the best place until you pass the next town. 
Uh, so yeah, we want to do anything and be away from everybody. This is the place. Very well. Tasha, I know you're distracted by sheep, but do you want to think uh, about not sheep? Yeah, yeah. Okay, um, I, I don't know what to do. I... I thought we'd start with, like, asking questions of some of the, like, do you want to ask the stone? See if the stone knows anything? Stone wouldn't be able to give information on this. It's, it's personal information. It's not a legend. I could try casting a spell at you to see what happens. A very powerful spell that puts you in a lot of danger. What spell? Mm, it's up to you. Part of this is, anytime you've done this, you've either been coerced by an entity, or rather than danger, you wanted to draw into the power. Uh, yeah. Then that's where we need to start. The problem is, I think, You've gone so very deep every time and allowed yourself to lose control. So, in those specific things, those abilities you have that tap into that, we start low and then build our way up. Though I think an element of danger is warranted in this. But before we begin, you need every possible help to ensure you can, and I hand you one of my potions of sanity. Oh, I've got one. Drink that before we begin, then. Okay. I will drink my potion of sanity. You pull out this bottle that has this strange, almost like liquid, solidified brain inside of it. As you drink it, you can feel it like sliding down your throat as it is almost like viscousy, um, <clears throat> bit gritty, and as it washes down, you can feel your mind come to ease a bit. Feels like for a short moment that there was all your synapses just fired off at once, so there was this sharp flash it almost felt like a, not painful, but felt like light just kind of woof, washing over your head. And then it all soothed down to that calming ease. Um, as we're preparing this, Voss pulls out his whip. I, I think I can tap into it. Well then. Go ahead. As as she does that, I'm gonna quickly cast bless. I'm gonna okay. bless. Uh, who can? Who can? Um, I'm. I'm gonna have to fight somebody. Boss is armed with his whip and steps forward. Are you blessing, Orkira? I'm gonna bless myself, Sasha, and Harold because I'm trying to boost the people I think that might be the best to either help or fight whatever might happen. 
Uh, so <laughs> it's a D4 for, for the next minute for any attack rolls or saving throws. You get to add a D4. And I will give Bardic Inspiration to V. Thanks, and bro. Like, and be like, hey, if uh, if things get out of hand and magic's not helping, you want to just like kind of grab her up and give her the sheep treatment? Oh, yeah. I can give her the sheep experience. <laughs> wow. So, uh, Blessed was Orkira, Harold, and... Seisha. And Seisha. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. And, and V has a... Yeah, Bardic Inspiration. All right. As a matter of fact, I'm going to give another one to Voss. Okay. Then I'm just going to look at him and be like, you, you got this. Did we really bless Sasha? In the middle of Harold's sentence, I move out and send the whips, and I'm trying to hit her in the eyes. Cool. Yeah, I bless Sasha because count, saving throws. Does this count as a to... sneak attack, and is she prepared for it? Oh. Uh, yes and no. Like I'm I doing mean, this I know quick. you're going to be fighting me, but I'm not necessarily expecting him to go for my eyes. <laughs> yeah, what is your intent with the eyes? Uh, to blind her. Okay, uh, it is going to be a called shot on a small target, so the a these uh, the AC is higher, and it will be a disadvantage. Okay, I ask about that. Is why I ask if this is a surprise attack or not, because uh, yeah, I'm doing this while surprising. we're getting prepared. Yeah. Oh. She says it was surprising. She did not know you were going for her okay. eyes. We'll see then. Eh, I don't think that hits. Eighteen. It oh cracks right in front of your eyes, Seisha, as this whip whoosh, crackles out over. Seisha kind of exhales and closes her eyes and drops her head, and she's going to reach down into her memories, and she thinks back to the fight with the creature that kept um, vanishing and moving to a different area and the the frog thing that showed up and the tickle monsters and she goes back to that point where she was so scared and so angry and couldn't get to anything and just that rage and fear and anger that she felt in that moment and she looks up and her eyes have gone dark would have done but this while you closed your eyes and attacked i need everybody again. to roll initiative cool Oh no. This is fair. Oh good. Pretty good. No, no, it's not. Oh. Wow. Alright, twenty-five to twenty. Twenty-three. So Seisha, don't even worry about what your initiative is. You will go at the top of the initiative. Okay. All right. And then every and then this will be for everyone else. So Vinley 23 uh 20 uh to 15. 19. 19. 16. Okay, 19 19 or Kira and Harold. Uh Harold I think has the higher decks. Mine's a plus 2. Mine's also a plus 2. Okay. Then you choose. Uh you go ahead or Kira. Yeah, I might be holding my action anyway, so. I'm sick. Oh. oh, sorry, sorry. Yep, heard. And V is 16, uh, 15 to 10. 12. That's everybody. Yep. All right. Seisha. You find yourself in an empty void. 
it feels like you're almost underwater. The light from above is the events of what is happening outside, but for you, it's too far away and too distorted to make out anything discernible. The sound around you is muted and distorted, like trying to recall a dream that is still happening. The muffled sounds of your friends, like distorted whispers, you can hear through a wall now fading further and further away. The darkness slowly takes hold. Tendrils stretch up and out from the darkness like a monstrous leviathan rising up from the depths to swallow its unsuspecting prey. Following those tendrils up from the void, you see hundreds of shimmering eyes in the darkness, like a predator's gleaming irises in the night. You soon see they are all emanating from the palms of a hundred hands that stretch out from each other like distorted flesh-bound feathers on a solar's wings. Tendrils lurking in the darkness seem to spread out from the bottom of the former divine being. It looks into you, almost piercing your soul as you feel it in your mind, despite the top half of its head fading into nothing more than aberrant tendrils rising through smoke. A silver shimmer shines on its teeth through the black ichor that now pours and drips from its mouth. We need you to make a sanity saving throw. You have advantage. And you have a d4 to this. Okie dokie. And that is... Uh, advantage. Oh god, thank you for advantage. No. Oh, what about a crit? No! All right. And plus two, so 22. All right. You maintain control. How this is going to work, this is going to be a skill challenge. The rest of you can do whatever you want to do. Whatever you describe, we will have you make a check for that. Seisha, you have a set DC. Depending on what your allies do to aid you, we'll lower that DC. We're going to move forward. Vinley. You look up as you see Seisha's eyes completely black of the the void within them. As you see mist and black tendrils begin to seep from her. Um, I think I'm going to try and make her appeal to her uh, oaths because we talked about that earlier. So I'm going to reach into my bag and pull out or reach into the hole and pull out a random book and I don't look at the title and I hold it like face down and I look at Seisha and I say, Seisha, you need to keep control because if you lose control, I'll destroy this book and no one's read it. All right, go ahead and make me an intimidation check. Oh no. (laughs) 18. All right. Hey, not bad. And I, like, swirl some blue flame between my uh, offhand. Got it. Orkira. We can see her eyes are black. You can see her eyes are black. You can see that there are, like, almost like a shadow under her, these black tendrils starting to creep out from her. I'm gonna... I'm gonna approach her on the side. And for the third time today, touch her on the shoulder, and I'm gonna say, we're here with you. We got your back, whatever you need. I'm gonna cast Death Word on her. All right. And I'll maintain the bless. Yep. 
Go ahead and make me a religion check. No, it's not, not your strong strongest. Suit. <laughs> I rolled a 19 though, so that's uh, wow. So 17 because I'm still yeah. You're only at minus one today. Yes, but I also have a minus one to my religion because it's intelligent. So <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, Harold. Oh, I wish there was a faith. I'll give her a bardic inspiration. Uh, I'm just going to be like, we're all here with you, Seisha. Everybody's here with you. You just need to stay with us and give her bardic inspiration. Okay. V. Uh... Just so you know, Harold, hold on, V. That's your bonus action if you wanted to also attempt something as an action. You wanted... Uh... <laughs> I don't know what to do. How far away? Oh, sorry. How far away is Seisha from us? Like y'all are y'all are surrounding her. She Can I play one of her favorite songs in the accordion to try to keep her calm? Absolutely. Okay. Make a performance check. Twenty nine. Uh, that Build fails. DC was 30 on that one. Sorry. It's actually, Just on your performance check. It's a specific DC range, 17 and 18. So, <laughs> yep. All right. All right. So, uh, I'm curious to see if she'll actually attack one of us. So, I decide to go ahead and approach her with my hands up, being like, hey, Seisha. Let's maybe chill out, have some stew. Maybe you're just hungry. Maybe you're hangry. And she like puts, tries to put her hand on her shoulder as she closes the gap. Okay, go ahead and make a uh, persuasion check. Okay. You know what? I'm using. I'm using. I'm using this guy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you're using your inspiration. Natural one, baby. Oh. This is a six. Oh. Okay. All right. Oh, can't you use points of luck to make someone else reroll? Not in this instance. Probably not right now. Uh, it's typically someone attacking you. Yep. Mm. It is indeed. Uh, all right. Um, Voss. Um, still holding the whip out. I say, do you remember the docks? Do you remember what happened? I pace around somewhat like a lion. Okay. That is your future if you cannot control it. Monstrous or human, Wheel or woe, that is the outcome of your monstrous side. You remember their faces? Can you even see their end? Is that what you want? And I'll strike her. Okay. Uh, yeah. Not in the oh. eyes this time, but generally. Okay. Also, I need an intimidation check from you. 26 to hit. Um, I don't know. Was I not even rolling for that? Uh, you can, you can still attack, but I still need an intimidation okay. check from you. Certainly. 30. Natural 20. Oh. <sighs> All right. And uh, yeah, go ahead and roll damage. 
Uh, whip does not get sneak attack bonus. You are lucky. Eight. Right. You take eight points of piercing damage as the whip cracks across your cheek. And I will... Yeah, that's all I got. Okay. Are whips not finesse? Whips are not uh, technically... They're not within five feet, which is the only way Swashbuckler works. Oh. Um... um... I could get it if I had advantage, like natural advantage, but I can't get it with Swashbuckler. Gotcha. So, Seisha, mm. I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. Okay. You are Any advantages on this? Or? 21 plus 1. 22. 22. All right. Good, nonetheless. Mm. You hear the words of all of your friends calling out to you and what was once muffled seems to get a little bit louder and louder and then brings you straight forward as the crack across your cheek centers you. And if you would like to respond, you can as you have passed this rounds. Um. You want me to go deep into this to learn how to fight it, don't you? Isn't that what you want? You see your corrupted solar with the wings made of hands, with the eyes on the palm, just reach out towards you as you see the tendrils creeping slowly towards you as they begin to wrap ever so slightly around your ankles. And he just looks at you, only seeing the bottom of his mouth as the rest of his head is just wisps of mist. How do I save us both? All right, that is Seisha's turn. Finley. Real quick, did we hear her say any of that out loud? Yes. Okay. Does not sound like she is speaking to any of you. V looks the others. Save who, both? Seisha. Perhaps you should... I don't know. You might not be able to save him or them. I'm unclear, but what's what matters is that you save yourself in this instance. And I hope you can hear me. I don't want to hurt you. Make and, persuasion. Yeah. Are you better at that? <laughs> no. <laughs> Fifteen. Rolling hot. I have a plus zero on all my charisma skills. <laughs> Akira. Oh, she wants to cast commune, but it's going to take too long. I want to. I want to stare directly into her eyes. 
because um, Rakira has only heard about a lot of this and experienced it the once, but she hasn't really seen what's been going on with Seisha until this moment. And she's going to say to Seisha, We want to save you both, but we need to know more. We need details, we need information, and we need you to come back to us, please. And I want to, I want to in this moment examine her while she is deep into this to try to get any sense of if I can figure out what's going on besides just corruption. Okay, go ahead and make a perception check. Okay. That's a 26. You can look and you can see eyes are completely black absolute void darkness you can see on the very edges of the eyes you can see black veins beginning to grow out from the eyes and ever so subtly underneath the skin it is faint and only your keen eye spotted it but you can see almost like tendrils coming from her shadows are coming down her eyes underneath the skin and her cheeks. Do I get a sense that of what I could do, not this round, but maybe like next round if things go bad to stop this? Find a way to awaken her mind. Okay. Harold. Um, I guess I will, uh, my cat is really making it known with the one paw on the chin. <laughs> dirt bag. Um, I'm going to appeal to Seisha's sense of humor and try a different method to get her attention by saying, Seisha, if you don't come back to us, we'll never know the mystery about the sheep. And without you, how are we ever going to know where those sheep are going? If they're multiplying, you're the only one who can do it. If you, do, if you can't do it for anything else, do it for the sheep. Uh, what do I need to roll for that? Uh, persuasion. <laughs> That'll work. Uh, or deception, okay. because you'll never know the answer. <laughs> deep inside you. 24. All right. That is excellent. That is a success. B. All right, so V again is pretty close to Seisha because she just walked up to her to put her hand on her shoulder and um, kind of, we're gonna do another persuasion check this time and kind of put her hand on both of Seisha's shoulders and kind of shake her in the logo. V, sheep, you gotta help with the sheep, man. I don't know this shit. They don't know this shit. Who else is going to figure out the sheep? I need you to roll an athletics check. Ooh, athletics. Okay. As you are sh shaking, shaking her. her I like, am <laughs> shaking her. I am shaking her. I'm very true. Because I just assumed I could do that. You, we, there's a whole list of skills that we may choose from, depending on what you describe. That's a 13, my God. <laughs> wow, really? 
Yeah, I have eight plus eight uh, to athletics. You are inspired, okay. just so you know. Oh, inspired uh, with oh. a with what I roll for that? A D eight. D eight. We're gonna grab mm-hmm. this guy because we're doing old school today. <gasps> Fifteen. Fifteen. <laughs> right. I rolled a five originally. Your bardic inspiration is gone. Yep. Involved. Taking this in, having kind of a vague idea, I think you've told us about the solar a number of times. Um, I, maintaining my stance and still circling her, say, who will you save when you break? Who will you save when that thing enters your mind? You want to save him, but remember when confronted in that monk's mind, you broke. Remember those moments of weakness. You can allow this thing to dictate your fate, or you can grab it with both hands and take it yourself. You have that strength, and if you don't believe you do, then you are weak and you should die now. Choose! And I will do the same. I need you to make a... Yeah, let's do history. You're trying to pull from Seisha's memories and okay. use her own emotions against her. Did you give me um, inspiration, Harold? Yes. yes. You have a bardic inspiration. Cool. I'll need that if I'm doing a history roll. Hmm. <laughs> and I will attack. Um, I'm going to use the inspiration on that. It's not terrible, but it could be better. 18 on history. Go ahead ahead. Go ahead and make the attack. That, I think, hits 21. 21 hit your armor class, Aisha? Uh, You could better. Yes, that's an exact hit. Wait, do I have any... Plus doesn't do anything to it, does it? No. Okay, then yes, that's a direct hit. Okay. If you wanted to use sneak attack, you could. Um, not yet. Seven. If I feel she's falling, I might uh, heavy snap her out of it, but it's not necessary, I think, now. Seven. Seisha, once again, you hear everybody calling out to you. You think about everything that they're bringing up, the history of what you've done, and the future it might hold. However, you feel them beside you. And because everyone succeeded, you will have advantage on this roll. Make a wisdom saving throw. Can I take an action first? Or do you want me to do it afterwards? Saving throw first. Okay. Plus a d4. Plus my love. Oh my god. (laughs) That's not good. Okay, 17. 18. Did you use the bardic inspiration yet? No. That's a D8. Yep. Mm-hmm. Nineteen? You're on low on those. Yeah, I'm not gonna use these dice right now. <laughs> I'm going As back to this. You feel the tendrils shoot up into you 
as you arch your back. And your action is to cast. Uh oh. Can I see that she's casting? Mm-hmm. You do. Arms of Hadar. Got it. Am I allowed to respond to her casting? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to try and counterspell it because I don't. Why would Sage be casting right now? And I'm just doing that at third level. I don't know what. If I. Do I have to roll? You don't. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah, you can see, like, it's not even casting. It just starts to happen, and you can see those shadows as they, it begins to burst out, and it does. And it, sh- like, these tendrils and tentacles shoot out in all directions, going straight for everybody within 10 feet of Seisha. Minley, at the last second, you see it, what's, what's happening, not realizing a spell has just been cast. You immediately start the counter spell, spell and hold up your, your hand as this ethereal blue shield goes up in front of everybody and dissipates the ten- tendrils around. As you, f- as you just failed. That's it. Seisha's head just snaps over to Vinley. Hi, it's good to talk to you finally. I'm Vinley. And you're in my sister, and I need you to get out. And I'm going to try and cast, since it's my turn now, I'm gonna mm-hmm. try and cast uh, protection from good and evil on her. The uh, first do time. Do an Arcana check. Yep. All right. Burn the spell slot, but yes. Give me an Arcana check. That is a dirty twenty. Okay. Great. And I'm just gonna reach out and like palm her face, okay. <laughs> just like full hand to face. Yep. All right. Or Kira. Uh, Vinley went with what I was thinking of doing. And so I'm going to go with plan B. Uh, in Celestial, I'm calling out to Seisha, saying, Time for you to come back! And she reaches into her pack and grabs a handful of diamond dust, which lights up as though it's uh, sparkling gems that are on fire, and literally chucks it at Seisha as I'm casting Greater Restoration on her. Oh. Um, see if that does anything. It's open. And as this diamond dust washes over you and everything, you, Seisha, you are lost in this void as your solar stands before you in this inky openness. And it reaches out with one hand, but it is not his arm that holds you. It is about 20 that wrap around your neck, your arms, your legs, all from its wings. And in that moment, there's a flash of light, and you all see Seisha's eyes just go back to normal as it has been ended with a greater restoration. <laughs> And in that, Seisha, you felt yourself start to gain control. So these... Hold on. There is that feeling of hope as you know for a fact that it is possible. 
you have all of your friends beside you, standing next to you, willing you on. And in that moment that you slipped, feeling your solar control, hands wrapping around you, it is scary, but it is not futile. And in that moment, Orkira and Seisha and Vinley, you all realize that you're being watched. As you look up into the tree and you see a humanoid silhouetted just staring down and watching you. And that is where we're going to end tonight's session. And everybody, Tune in next week because we might have a special guest. Oh, shut your mouth. (laughs) Well, we're not going to say who. Oh, come on. Why? I'm excited. I'm coming for everyone's sheep now that you've said this. (laughs) I will take all the sheep. Nope, sheep Uh, helped save the day. You can't go for the sheep. hope, (laughs) Hope you enjoyed tonight's episode. I know we went over just a little bit longer, but. Uh, we definitely wanted to go into Seisha's mind and see uh, what's happening in there. If you have not done so already, please enter hashtag Eldritch or hashtag Beyond for your chance to win the Eldritch Foundry miniature yep. or the uh, Players Bundle from Beyond. Uh, Beyond. Great uh, moment. Um, not just because it ended did not mean it was a failure. So just just oh, know that moving forward. But that was amazing, y'all. Uh, we're gonna go ahead and pull those winners any second now. So get those in if you have not entered already. Uh, I mean, Orkira counts this as a win because now we know what the ripcord is. Yeah. Yes. I can, I, yeah. We can't do this again until tomorrow when I've had a sleep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tonight was fun. Tonight I want to know who's in the tree. Well, yeah, yeah. Find out next week. Why do you guys do this to us? Because it's Jerry fun. Because I <laughs> love to torment you. No. Um, uh, Vinley will give you the book. It's called The Mystery of the Hairless Man. Sorry, I just had to. I, I'm i going to have a name for every single book I got from the Vampire Slayer, just so everyone knows. I love it. I love it. Awesome. The only thing I have to remind you is that in some way, it doesn't have to be tied into the title, but if someone asks, what is it about? It has to somehow tie into matronly. Yeah, like a strong female lead story, you know, and motherly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, uh, The Mystery I... of the Hairless Man, who knows? We, we have, we have our winners. Winner of the Eldritch Foundry miniature is Panza Panzar Pute. Panzar uh. Pute. And the winner of the D and D Beyond Players Bundle is Happy Roll Two. Okay. Congratulations! I apologize if I butcher your name. It'll happen. I'm terrible with names. Be excellent to each other. And may you always roll with advantage. Good night, everybody. It ends when you're dead. But luckily you're not. So keep catching the adventures of D4 every Sunday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time at www.twitch.tv slash rockpunchatl. Or tune into the podcast, which releases every Sunday on a one-week delay. I might catch you there, but you won't catch me.